Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nowadays, everybody want to act like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when the mood lives. Just a bunch of gibberish. Motherfuckers act like they want to talk about Dre. What do you say to somebody? I I did. But now, we were like, I'm like two beers in. No, you're not. This is my third one. I'm in. I was drinking beer all day. <laughs> I'm in. Trust. Trust the process. Yes, it does. I don't do that stuff. That's bad. I need another beer already. Give me something. Tell me something to. I don't one care. One Just give me something. What do you want? What do you I'll, want? I'll rotate. I'll rotate. Okay. I'll rotate. All right, yeah, ter- like, I'm not drinking. You guys can drink. It's a terrible way to rotate. <laughs> what? IPA. I know, right? It's a lady part. Wacky one. I will face fuck you <laughs> right here, right now. You're worse than a. What? You're worse than what? Worse than a girl? What are you, sexist? Hey, I only I, I didn't can... say that. I did not say that. He said You're about to. You're about to. I heard it. I heard it. I'll put something in your mouth. Oh shit. Or do you? I'm sure there's an audience out there. Oh, we are on the internet. Mm-hmm. I reckon. What the fuck? You out there? You listening? You listening? We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. He's like, Morty, Morty, turn me over. I'm right here. You're going to need a bigger post. Oh, jeez, Rick. Why are you a pickle, Rick? What the hell, Rick? Why'd you do this? Why would anybody turn themselves into a pickle? Okay, so <laughs> it wasn't okay. It was off. Here's, here's okay. So here, here, here's what I say. You see, you see when it hits the red? Yeah. You went too high. Though. That's when you're blowing people's ears dry. I apologize. So what you need to do is. Am I blowing ears right now, or am I good? Uh, you're good. So what what you do is always be like right in front of it. If you ever notice, I always got my mouth like. And if, if you're going to get loud, oh, what you do is you just back up. I don't know when I'm going to get loud. You just back up. I don't know and when then, I'm going to get Watch, watch, watch. See, I'm, I'm getting excited because I'm really happy, and then I'm going to back the fuck up, and then it all evens out in the I end. I can't do that. It you just, just back, back it went too low. I'm as surprised as everybody else of what comes out of my mouth. See? Uh, <laughs> I know what goes into Mike's mouth. I don't want to know. It's it's two and a half. <laughs> From the floor. <laughs> From the floor. <laughs> From the floor. Yeah. What's up, guys? This is the XD experience. We have our guest back. He just everybody sh- enjoyed him. Are you swear to God, we already on the air? What? We're already on, on the air. Yeah. We're recording. We're, 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 we're recording. Well, whatever. Are we on air? <laughs> Long time listener, <laughs> first time caller. <laughs> I didn't know. I just I just want to say that like I absolutely love everything about you guys. Okay. And my name is Come Berta. on, you gotta perk us up. You're the you're the hype man. No, I'm just the producer. <laughs> Come on, Berta, get us up. 
guys hear Dolph Lundgren's coming back for the next Creed? Really? Don't tell me you didn't see Creed. I, I saw it. I have not seen the preview for the second one. There is no Creed for the second one. You say he's coming back for Creed. Did you see Creed? No, oh, no, 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 no. Not, oh, I saw Rocky. It was the last one. <laughs> with, with Michael B. Jordan? Where he was Creed? Creed. I know who the fuck Creed is. No, just, it's his kid. Okay, I haven't seen that one, is oh what I'm saying. God, it Jesus. came out like two years ago and was like the best film of the Spoiler fucking year. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Does he die? No, nobody okay. dies. But, I mean, it's an awesome movie. It, it, it is. It's a fantastic it movie. Up. And Dolph Lundgren's coming back to fight Rocky Woo! in the next one. I'm excited. It's going to be like a street Jesus fight. Like, Cut me, Mick, but Mick isn't there. <laughs> Rocky is Mick now, but Mick isn't there. But Rocky's gonna like get hit in the head and go and remember he had all the brain damage in the one. And he was like brain uh, damage. Uh, Israel, the day I was Israel, born. I just can't talk anymore. You know, I've been hit in the head. I've been hit in the head way too many times. You know, Mick, cut me, Mick. <laughs> Does anybody chases a chicken on this one? Yes, <laughs> yeah. actually. Okay, and I'm he in. says, <laughs> and Stallone says, <laughs> chickens got slower. <laughs> Because Creed runs up and grabs he's like, yeah. I guess chickens got slower. It's <laughs> the fucking greatest line. Dude, this is a really good movie. There's a All scene right. in there that literally, were, well, a couple scenes. Two scenes in particular that fucking brought me to tears, dude. There's a scene where Rocky's talking, right? And he's talking to Creed. Spoiler alert. Adonis is his name. And he's getting ready to go out for, for or he finds out that Rocky has cancer. Yeah. Right? That's but Rocky hasn't told him. Right? So, no, it's like, I don't remember what kind. It's just cancer. Anyway, it's it's fine by the end, right? But so the whole thing is about like is is Rocky's gonna fight while he fights. You know, he's gonna fight in the ring to fight this like boxer who's the greatest in the world, and Rocky's gonna fight to like save his life. So they go on the whole training montage and it's like, you know, Rocky I am the tiger, <laughs> it's the fear and you know, it's all that and again. Ro- he's he's like fighting and then uh sort of and Rocky's in the background just getting No, the Rocky's therapy. doing it with him, dude. Rocky's cheering him. I feel Rocky's like we going. should just read a synopsis. And then <laughs> so then so then there's a scene, I'm telling you, and it's like straight out of like DMX. Straight or out of Compton. It's like so. It's so like like that, right? It just reminds me of like a DMX video with like "Get at me, dog." <laughs> so Adonis is running down the street, and Rocky's out the window, right? And he's like, "We got you." He's doing this point shit, yeah. And then they he starts running down the street, and all these fucking four wheelers are following or wheeling, yeah. and oh, yeah, it's that's straight probably... out of a DMX video. Yeah. But it was so like that's moving. Friday. But wasn't it moving in the video? Was or in the movie? You were yes, like, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> live, Rocky, you live." That's how I was like. And then, but before that, there's a scene. I feel like you should have just said, "Hold on," and then played the clip. <laughs> no, but then there's a scene where where Adonis finds out that Rocky has cancer. And he and Rocky's giving a speech, and he's like, you know, everything I have is behind me. It's yeah. all in these posters, right? And he's doing it, and he's going on. You haven't seen this shit, dude? Not yet, but right. cool. <laughs> not I, you know yet. What? Let's, let's, let's cancel this podcast and let's no, watch it. Let's watch never, Creed. Let's we watch never Creed. Cancel the podcast. <laughs> we do do commentaries every once twice. in a while. Maybe we should commentary Creed. We did Paul and uh, Keanu, well, I, and Keanu was a fucking great movie. <laughs> I have not seen that one. I heard it was crap. I'm sorry. What? I, 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 what? Oh, uh, no. That oh, movie fucking I do Keanu? love TMP. Yo, Keanu was funny. Was it? All right. I'm in. It then. was funny as shit. It was like, it, it, like, I wasn't even expecting it. We were, we were just down here watching it. Don't hit me. Don't hit awesome. me. I'm sorry. I hit people when I get. It, no, no, that, that didn't hit me. That movie was scared. funny as yeah, shit. Yeah, that movie was fucking. <laughs> Shark right, Tank. Yeah. And they even got Keanu <laughs> Reeves to come in and voice the cat at the end. Are you serious? Yeah. All right.
I don't know uh, how good this is going to sound, but you excellent. listen. Just have to be excellent. Just have to be excellent. Doesn't matter. What you should be thinking about is that fight coming up. That's the only thing that should be on your mind. Nothing else. What you mean? Don't think about this when you start in treatment. I'm not doing no chemotherapy. If you don't jump on this quick, you're gonna end up dying. I know. And you're all right with that? I am. <laughs> man, you sound crazy, man. Give me the keys. I'll take the hospital right now. I'm not crazy at all. If I could take everything that was good and put it into a bowl or something and say, hey, here, I'd like to buy one more day with my wife, I'd do it. I would die a happy man right then. Not going to happen. <sighs> so... Everything I got is moved on, and I'm here. But you know what? It's okay. Because I said to myself, if I break, if I'm hurt, whatever, I ain't gonna fix it. Why bother? And I'm just some bonus living in your crib. It's just nothing. You're a good kid, a good fighter. But you got your whole future ahead of you, mine? Back there, like all them guys on that wall. In the back, in the past, we're going nowhere. I am to you just an old trainer. That's what brought us together, you know? We're not a real family. That pisses him off. That was just in our heads, kid. You gotta watch that fucking movie, dude. That was very moving. Michael I also B- feel like he needs subtitles. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Rocky does. Every day I ask. I still think uh, the fighter around. Like, like moves watching, on. It's like watching the show Moonshiners. That they have you ever heard? Have you ever heard when when he and he was young too, and he's in Rambo. One yeah. of the, and he's I just like, watched the other one again. Did you see when he's laying there and he's like, and he flips out, he goes PTSD. Yeah. And he's like, uh. He's laying there. You can't understand a word he says. <laughs> You're like, what the hell is he saying? But he's talking about like his legs are everywhere, like a grenade went off. It's the most ridiculous scene ever. But God, I love John Rambo. And they're making another one or a TV oh, show. Lord. TV show. Oh. Well, I don't know if that's still happening. That was like a while ago. Yeah. All right, we got to get this. Yeah. Uh, I'm Inspector Gidget, y'all. I'm Agent M, 131. Yo, mama. <laughs> You can call and leave us a voicemail at 1-802-483-3682. I talked to Jamie Kennedy, and I was like, leave a fucking voicemail never did. so that I'll meet you in fucking Philly and hang out with you. But he no, never did. Oh, he doesn't do that. He's just a little bitch. <laughs> she, she just called Jamie Kennedy out. He is. He's a little bitch. He'll hit me up and be like, I was in Philly two days ago. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that cool. does nothing for cool. me. <laughs> cool. Cool. You're talking about Jamie Kennedy, the actor. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, they have like a thing. I don't, I don't get it. It's weird because he's like ninety. He basically just wants to have sex with me. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just like. Leave but she a keeps talking to him. I'm trying to keep you know networking. Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna do anything yeah. with Jamie Kennedy, but maybe back in Malibu's mm-hmm. most wanted days. Do it. Yeah, that's what I was trying. I was like, he got no. so mad when I referenced Scream to him. I was like, seriously, Why? dude, like that's your legacy. <laughs> I was like, oh, don't worry, you know the rules. He was like, that was 25 years ago. I said. You old bitch. What the fuck? That's when you tell him I'm 25. It's like <laughs> 27. I know you are. But, but what, what am I? Is, oh. 
But I told him to leave oh, a Who's even mail. here? We don't even know who's oh. here. Hi, I'm Barto. Why no, are you here again? I gotta give you a cool name. Pickle you gotta have a name. No. Nah, Pickle Bird doesn't work. <laughs> Pickle Rick! I still got Tiny Rick! No, those work, but Pickle Bird on now. No, we gotta give you a cool know. name. Well, it's gotta be something Spanish. Full name. Alberto. 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 Call me Call me Alberto. 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 Yeah, I know. I always get it confused because when I'm looking at Facebook, I'm like, oh yeah, it's A D. A D A. Not A L. Why? Because you hear the. Never mind. Because why? I'm confused now. Forget it. You hear it, and it sounds like it's Alberto, but it's not Alberto. No, it's. Adalberto. Yeah. But when you hear it, Adalberto. Adalberto. Okay. It's just fancy. It is. It's kind of like, like <laughs> He's mujer. like Joe Dirt, you know, like I put a, I put an E at the end and pronounce it Dirt Hey. It's kind of like Mohead. Stop! I can't say that! I get so mad! <laughs> she gets so excited. I do! Even she the, just person, can't find the person who left the comment about tries, you tries, was like, oh, tries. I'm so happy you guys oh. are trying to learn Spanish. And I'm not trying like, to learn Spanish. Well, I, just wanted I, to, I just wanted to say and cuss words and, and shit in Spanish. Like, and like, I was like, I can't say woman no matter what. Yo, <laughs> I cannot. Uh, uh, woman. I, like, I like how he explained it out, though. Moo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I've been saying it, because I can't do that. that, was, that was I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> Hello? Hello. I'm like a cat. What cat is that? Perfect. You just sound like somebody who's going to throw somebody in the back of a panel. Where's the duct tape I got candy. He's fucking driving around his mail truck with no windows in the back. Oh, no. Come here. Guys, I'm very distraught. All I'm right. Sorry, this show's going to hell. Yeah, it's my not. fault. My fault. Uh, I Berta, I want you to put on the Deadpool mask. Gidget, I want you to wear the Batman mask, and I'll wear Donald Trump and weapon party. All right, I'm down. Ooh, ooh. It's Bring hot it in that thing, though. Uh, can I put it like half ass? No. So I'm, not, I'm not sweating no. my ass off. No. Berta, when I went and saw Deadpool by myself, <laughs> I, wore, I wore that thing. Why would you go by yourself? Dude, it was snowing its ass off. It was during a, like a, one of those massive snowstorms we had last year. I it twice by the time you went and seen it. Because I just th- couldn't get around. Speaking of fucking Deadpool. Yes! Did you see that? Yes! The one with uh, Sam Jackson? The movie? The previous or what? <laughs> oh, uh, I. You know what, guys? I love you guys. See ya. I'm done. Cray cray. I'm done. You just did, sit your ass down. Tell me you see, you've seen kneecap. Deadpool. Yes, I've seen Deadpool. I thought you were talking. Speaking of Deadpool, I thought you were mm-hmm. going to bring out his new movie that he's. Deadpool what? 2. Oh, no, wait, no, no. Okay, yeah. Sorry. You were I, talking about the Hitman's Body yes, yes. Which looks funny. Yes. yes. That it's that's the only time we're going to get Marvel together with this fucking movie. I thought, I thought you were coming. I thought you were. <laughs> no. So, to that. so, do you know who Deadpool's greatest, like, anti hero, villain, friend kind of thing is in the comics? <laughs> Whatever you want to call him. <laughs> He's an anti-hero, just like Deadpool, but they become like a thing. Not like gay, but... Wolverine? No. Okay. It's Cable. Cable Cable's a massive... A massive... So Josh Brolin was cast to play Cable. After all this speculation, people were like, it's kind of weird he's playing Thanos in the Marvel movies and he's doing this. Well, they dropped the first image that we have of him yet, Mm. and it's pretty fucking amazing. I'm totally fucking sold. Josh Brolin looks bad ass in that fucking photo. I like the gangster hair. 
you know? That's old school. It is. I'm here. I'm here. We gotta go grab him and see my girl. See my girl. From the guy from the last episode. The summer to be man. gangster. That blew away. That blew away. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a windy day at the beach. <laughs> but, uh, Surprised you remember. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I'm so fucking excited. I was kind of like, was, all right, I, I don't were know about that. Towards, uh, what's his face? I thought this guy from no, I thought the guy from Stranger Things was going to get that job. Well, no, he's going to do Hellboy now. But yeah. before that, he was up for the running. I would, I would still have liked to seen him play Cable, but I, that's fucking, yeah, spot. That's, that's good. That's awesome. I'm, I'm in. I want to see it. I can't Deadpool wait. was one of the fucking funniest movies. Yes, it was. It was great. It's fucking amazing. Burdo. Bring it brought back DMX. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh. Pickle Rick. Oh, I saw the commercial where he puts the rat hat on. Dude, I was, I was uh, watching it today. So I, t- I took some screenshots. You know, uh, our boy Danny Trejo, otherwise known as Machete, is Jaguar on the new episode. Is he? He's yes. He's something else, too, recently. And I totally Everything forget. in the world. No, I totally commercial. forget, but it's something you would never here's, expect. Here's man. Jaguar and Pickle Rick working together. I'm telling you, dude, it's funny as hell. And Susan Sarandon's in, in this it's episode. It's not funny. Watch it's it. It's fucking hilarious. Watch it. It's not funny. Watch it. Sorry. Uh, okay. Not sorry. All right, so, sorry. No, that's Canadian. Sorry, not sorry. That's what they did in your yoga hosers. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I think you're the creep. I think you're the weird guy. <laughs> you just reminded me of the nice guys. No, yeah. Oh, yeah I haven't seen the it. Nice guys. He starts going, <laughs> creep, creep. You just quoted a TLC song. <laughs> no, I love didn't. that song. Oh, shit. And oh, I creep. Lord. And All right. Um, okay, so. What was I just about to fucking look up? Me and oh. you, your mama and Danny. your cousin too. What? Riding down the street on Chrome. Whoa. Coming up slanging Cadillac. Oh wait, goes. we have a barbecue this Sunday, don't we? You don't we? even know what I'm singing? I don't. Fucking <laughs> Outcast, early Outcast, I like '96 Outcast. I wasn't listening. Me. I wasn't listening. Mike, <laughs> That's are what your I hands clean? <laughs> huh? Are your hands clean? Why? As clean as they need to be. All right, because I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. All right, guys. Can we get into something yeah. here? Can we get into some substance? So, so I'm so excited. The solar eclipse is happening on but August we're not going to see it. Uh-huh. No, we're at not. At certain times, we're going to see a little bit. We will see none of it. It will a not be A little bit. Yet. No, we will not see a damn thing. It doesn't we, matter. We are not in I the still past. want an Audrey, okay? Then you got to go to, like, North Carolina or South Carolina, because that's where, where it's going. <laughs> that's that's where it's going. I'm jealous as fuck though because I would Where's love to see that. Where's Jamie Kennedy gonna be that day? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I just stopped asking that fucking. All right, guy. Ca- who cares? Fuck's sake. All right. <laughs> so. I wonder who even looked at it. <laughs> looked at what? The my my message. Uh, it was so funny. He posted and he was like, <laughs> look, he posted a picture of him. I guess he's about to perform, and it said Jim Jeffries, Jamie Kennedy. I was like, oh, my favorite Jim Jeffries. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you gotta go to the bathroom already? We're like fucking eighteen minutes in. We were down we, here talking for got, like twenty minutes. We've got nowhere in this episode for Christ's sake. Can we can we get somewhere? Alright, guys. So solar eclipse. Solar eclipse of the sun. Also, did you hear about Karate Kid? Uh yeah. Are, I mean, are you excited nah, about this? Nah, I'm not. I really I feel like nah, we don't need it. Nah. Nah. Uh, nah. I feel like Will Smith's kid already ruined mm, it. I mean nah. we're done. Yes. Ah, I'm good. <laughs> Ralph Mamachio is my karate kid. Always will be. And he's gonna Mr. Be, Miyagi he's gonna be back in psych. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, did you see the teaser for Mr. Robot? No, I have not. Type it in, sir. 
You watch Mr. Uh, no. yeah, do you I watch Mr. No, I do not. Bad boy. He's like, I, I watch Cleveland Show. Family Guy, and Rick and Morty. The Simpsons, yeah, okay. Rick so and Morty, American Dad. Life. He watches everything on Fox. No. <laughs> Do you have cable? I have cable. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have a life. <laughs> I have a life. Oh, uh, I have a life too. So uh, I, have a, I have a life, dude. I got like three kids, wives, dogs. Wait, I said I wives. Have... Why did I say wives? I can't, oh, talk, can't talk about side piece like, like that. I have a life. <laughs> life. <laughs> Uh, okay, so okay, here we I go. Think. M- Dude, Mr. Robot is one of my yes. favorite actors of all time. Christian Slater, who gets no fucking credit. We've um, been giving him credit. Is it related yeah. to AC Slater? Okay, fuck you, Dustin Diamond Dallas, whatever fuck his name is. Um, no, AC Slater is uh, the Spanish guy, Mario Lopez. That was a AC Slater. What was what was Save Screech? Screech was Dustin Diamond, whatever. Yeah, Saved by the Bell. Get See, back to the show. Remember, remember when she um, don't even she never even seen Saved by the Bell. Do you remember the drug episode? Yes. Because that was the best like one. Um, I need more, man. Keep going. No, oh, what is it? What, oh, I'm so Aaron. excited. No, I'm losing my That's what she's saying. I'm so Deadpool excited. Deadpool killed Mario Lopez <laughs> on the Entertainment Tonight. Yes, it he did. fucking yes, hilarious. Did. It was the best thing he ever did. Berto, <laughs> Mr. Robot's about a, a guy who's seeing his, his dead father in his head. We don't know if he's dead. But now we find out there's like this twist where it's like maybe Elliot's dead or maybe none of it's real. I we, we don't even know. You just have to watch it. There's like a lot of weird shit. There's gay fucking. No, there's not. Yes, there is. Oh, man. First season. First season. <laughs> I gotta sell it on him. That's I got, the he's only way that I can me. sell it on. There's bondage. He no gay fucking. That's, yeah. that's it. Bondage. Okay. I'm, I'm alone in that. Oh, Berto. Uh, Steve, <laughs> who listens, told me to tell you hi. Hey, what's just up, Steve? Hey. Um, okay, so here Mr. is. Mr. Robot. Yes, you haven't seen. Let's this. hang play, out play, again. Play. Here we go. It's coming from the That's sorrow right. in the street. My work is old. The holy places where the races meet. From the homicidal bitchin' that goes down in every kitchen. Is that? To determine who will serve and who will eat. It's coming to America first. The cradle of the best of the worst. It's here they got the range and the machinery of change. And it's here they got the spiritual thirst. I'm sentimental, if you know what I mean. I love the country, but I can't stand the scene. And I'm neither left or right. I'm just staying home tonight. Getting lost in that hopeless little scream. From the wars against disorder, from the sirens night and day, Democracy is coming to the USA. Woo! Mr. Robot! Elliot is back! Look, that's one of my favorite shows. It's coming out in um, October. Okay. Oh, should we just keep going? Yeah, let's just keep going. Oh, we'll just keep going. Uh, make sure you let Irene know you're here before you just, like, wander There's just a Puerto Rican, like, hey. a brown person walking upstairs. She, she knows I'm here. <laughs> okay. But you think I'm going upstairs? That's fine. Oh, shit. Um, so, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I look, yeah, I'm down I mean, for and it. it comes out um, October 11th, so I'm excited about that. Where I my really birthday? am, yes. Oh, October 15th, right? No, 14th. It's 15th. <laughs> Fuck with me. It and remember good. how last week we talked about Ash vs. Evil Dead? Yeah, we could talk about that because he he's never seen it. He just went. Yeah, pee. we don't. Care. Um, 
You heard it's delayed, right? Yes. Well, because remember last week we were like, we're like we have the last two weeks we were like we haven't seen anything. And normally Bruce it's Campbell's been filmed. pretty. It's done. And normally Bruce Campbell's like promoting the fuck out yeah. of it. So apparently the network, which is what was it on Stars, Stars, was bought out by another who who bought it. Some somebody bought Stars. I, I don't know. So but well, anyways, the- I I read the article. It, 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 the Stars was bought out by another company. Uh, another big move. Uh, look it up. And then what happened was they wanted to push the release date to get it away from Stranger Things and yeah, The Walking which Dead. which makes sense. So it does. It and, does. you know, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, it's going to be last season. Look, uh, this isn't the first. Always Sunny in Philadelphia has done this. Um, Westworld is going to do this. There's a lot of shows that do this. There's a year and a half sometimes in, in yeah, they I come mean, out. Yeah, I mean, they don't have Calm to down. come out right away. I mean, um, X-Files, what we wait. <laughs> a lot of people were like, is... Because you know now they're tying in Evil Dead remake movie. Yes, which I'm excited about because they talked this. about that. It's before. his daughter. It's it's basically going to be yeah. his daughter. So and I liked the remake. That was one remake I actually no enjoyed. that movie was good. I just hope they can bring that girl back to play that role. I think if they can. if they get to that because that's the way they're going. I feel yeah. like I feel like trying to tie like that leave, whole world together. Like have him like you know leave his legacy for. Well, actually, I thought they were good. That's yeah. what they were going to do with with. Uh, Pedro and uh, Kelly, but yeah. no, it's, it Kelly's seems like hot, she man. is. That She's girl's so awesome. Um, but no, it seems like Ash is around. So I just think people need to calm down. Just give it yeah, some time. Yeah, I mean, they do that. I mean, you have so much stuff coming out between, in October. Look at that. Mr. Robot. Do you know Jim, Jim's getting to meet him? Yes. Um, actually, his wife texted me. And I actually, I knew. You got to buy the wristbands. I knew about this I, in I March. I can't get all for it. I knew about it in March. But yeah. the thing is. Now that everyone and their mother knows about it, he's not going to have it's one person. You know what I mean? It's not a convention. Well, but like, yes, you can reserve the book and then you can talk to him. But I want more than just one little signing. But you see, everybody has fucking blown yeah. up this shit. And I knew about it in March and I was so fucking excited for it. I wanted to go, but I just can't get off work. So, but anyway, um, I would totally, I, I would love to meet him. But the thing is, I think at this book signing, it's just going to be a fucking catastrophe. It's going to be a meet and greet. That's it. Just go up, you sign a book, say, Hey, I love you. And Ash versus evil dead, or I love evil dead. And then it's like, okay, cool. See you. But yeah, and it's mean, not really like, him. I just think it's one of those things. Um, I, at a convention, yeah, I would pay, you know, to meet him. Cause that's more like, you know, one-on-one, like people uh, are meeting other people, but it's just him. And honestly, I don't want to read his book. Just to be honest, unless it, unless it's an audiobook where he does you it, you can get it on audiobook. I know, but I'm saying unless it's his voice. <laughs> I bought the fucking Philly Fanatic book. I don't care. Just oh, support him. Alien. You just do it to support him. I know. Him. I love Bruce Campbell. I love him. Do you? Because you're not going to meet him. I know, because it's going to be a clusterfuck. Jim's gone. I know. His so, wife texted me. So we'll me and see asked how much of a clusterfuck it is. But I, it's just going to be a clusterfuck. I wish I could get off. All right. Um. So yeah, that stuff happened. Uh, I think people need to just calm down a little bit. I think uh, as a lot a, of shows do that. Doesn't mean it's gonna end. Doesn't mean anything. It's just no. You know they have to market. Three years ago or two years ago when Ash vs Evil Dead first came out, October nothing came out. I mean, really. The Walking Dead. Walking Dead, but that's it. I mean, yeah, Stranger Things wasn't a big thing. So uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, just calm down, everybody. Fall television has like blown up. Uh, you know, and if you're a fan of television in general, there's a lot of stuffs coming back in September. That's going to start. Like I know this This Is Us is coming back in September. There's a lot of those shows are coming back. So if you like TV, you'll find something. Or you can go watch a show that I'm going to talk about in a minute. Yes. Which is pretty fucking amazing. But first, I need to talk about the Dark Tower. So this movie's a piece of shit. You said you're gonna rotate. Sit on it and rotate. Um, I got another bottle open. It's cool. Uh, Dark Tower. Fuck, man, that movie. I never get to use this. It was sent to us. Use it. Um, 
I really wanted this movie to be good. We're not even listening. No, it was not. I know. It's fucking horrible movie. Matthew McConaughey is like fucking god awful in it. And I like him, but he is not good in this movie. I love Matthew McConaughey. He does nothing in this movie but like say what he's going to do. It's fucking horrible. I mean, it's a Stephen. (laughs) You guys, it's a Stephen King book. I don't know if you guys knew this. It's a book series. It's a book book series. So they try. This movie's been in production for 10 fucking years. Yeah. 10. Fucking years, man. years. Yeah. And years, man. And it's that fucking shitty. That's oh. not a good thing. That sucks. I mean, I love Idris Alba. I He's mean, the only ever, reason to watch, watch it. Did you watch show Luther? No, but I've seen him in a oh, ton of so other stuff. Oh, so amazing. Oh, my God. I cut myself shaving. And I've always, so said, I've always said he should be a James <laughs> Bond. Um, that would be fucking amazing. It would, but they'll never do it because the, the guys who created it said, no, James Bond is never a black guy. They're <gasps> racist. Actually, uh, there was a, there was a, um, Trevor Noah. Do you know who he is? That's why we have Jason Bournes. Maybe he can be a Jason Bourne. Yeah, okay. Idris Elba, Jason Bourne. They figured out a way to get Deadpool <laughs> Fury on the same page. Fury. No, um, what was I about to say? Furbies. How great Furbies were. I was not about talking about Furbies. <laughs> you had one. I did. A couple it was scary. of scary. And they'd be like, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, They thought that they were spies. Who? Yeah. They, they were, are. they are spies. What are you talking about? My friend Edward Snowden has... came, came out in the leak. <laughs> my Edward friend Snowden has, said my friend so. He three, said Furbies. My friend has three They listen. They listen to what you're saying. They're in a separate room. And they, they listen. And they will literally say things. They listen. And you're like, what the fuck? Dude, I'm getting The blue ones calls. videotape. I, Mike, I swear to you, I'm getting random calls from Russia. It's it's fucking Furbies. Give me my fucking phone. <laughs> Did you Did give you me my phone? After give me my phone. That's gremlin. Uh, do you do you have a voicemail from somebody from Russia? I don't have a voicemail, but Did I you know I'm it. in the Bratva. I'm kidding. It's like the greatest thing ever, so but I'm not. But I do I have, have a Bratva style tattoo. I do too. I watch a lot of BBC shows. Which are the Big British, Black British shows? <laughs> British shows. I like the BBC. So, you know, other than other than Jamie Kennedy, <laughs> he doesn't have a BBC. <sighs> he has a little white P. He started a podcast too. Like, oh yeah, what's it called? Fucking loser, bitch. <laughs> I was like, you fraud. Poser. Damn. Look, <laughs> what does that number say right there? I no, I, I need I need to hear crazy. voice. I need to hear yeah. to be like. Give Where my me. middle finger is. Underneath of it. Russia. Let me see. And Jersey. Oh, shit. How many times has this number called, called you? Uh, a couple Once. times. I deleted Once. it. No, like three can or four I, times. Can I call it right now? Call, call it. it. I don't care. I'm call calling Russia. I'm Russia. calling Russia. What are we, what are we talking Put about? it on speaker. Hold on. Let's see what it says. What's a Russian accent? Busy. Oh, I'm shit. telling you. It's They're watching you, man. I'm telling you. Don't type bomb <laughs> anywhere on this device. Just don't say bomb. Don't use the word. Don't say bomb or shoe. Let's see. I'm not lying. <laughs> or never mind. You know what? It's probably someone calling you from prison. Or it's just some telemarker. It, <laughs> it was my boyfriend for his conjugal visit. I missed it. What if it's like I'm Vladimir Klitschko and I'm here to oh, talk yeah, to Oh yeah, Trevor Noah. That's what I was talking about. And he talks about James Bond because we were talking about Idris Alba. And he talks about James Bond. And he says, "Hold on, how'd you say his name? Trevor Noah." No. Ida Salva? It's wrong. I just say it fast. What? Okay. What? Idris Elba. I I just okay. <laughs> it's weird. You know what? I work with a girl from Britain and she pronounces it. Like I don't know. Okay. That's how she says it. And she always goes jolly good. 
vitamins. Why is it so jolly good? I don't know. She always says vitamins. Did, have you ever asked her why is it so jolly good? It's not a word. And then it's I was two like, words. <laughs> Jolly good. I was like, is this like two fried words. gold? She was like, what? <laughs> Tell her to go eat some fucking scrapple. <laughs> All right, can I play something real quick? No, we need to get Come into Come on, show. this is the end of the topic. We'll get to it. You I already got something so queued up. Shit. We That's cannot. fine. You, you, you'll get to your clip next. <laughs> okay, look. I already got this right queued now, up. I already right got this now, queued up. All I got to say is we cannot have a good show if Mike is rushing it. I know. You'll play yours right after this. Have you guys watched this show? What no, you it? haven't. Jason Bateman, though. I love him. Ozark no. on Netflix. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Then you need to watch the show. Did you watch Breaking Bad? No. Okay. Um, check this out. This is a cool I have show. a life. <laughs> I have a life. Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> money. Check this out. That which like. separates the haves. It, it's and not your nuts. typical Jason Bateman. Patience. Frugality. Sacrifice. The guy from Mr. Robot's the guy that falls there. Deciding to invest in your family's future. And taking responsibility for the consequences of those actions. Mr. Bird? Hello. Trevor Evans, FBI. FBI? What's going on? We believe your husband's partner was murdered. What? Let's all stop playing this game, shall we? Lying, the running. Aren't you both tired? We made a choice to move our family to a more peaceful place. Mom, what are we doing here? Your father's laundering money for a Mexican drug cartel. Honey, where's my five million dollars? Someone's going to die. Relax. Why do I have this feeling we both know that you'd be better off dead? Marty! We're gonna kill your family. And be done with all this madness. Jesus, Marty, he knows the kid's names. Why? Last chance for witness protection. This is just another betrayal, isn't it? How long have you been planning this? You have walled me out! Money is, at its essence, that measure of a man's choices. What you do today for our family? I think it's only sure. 10. Um, it's fucking so good. Like, seriously, it's Jason Bateman is fantastic. I love Jason Bateman. The I don't think he gets a lot of great. credit. No, and in this, I'm telling you, he's totally different in this. Yeah. He's totally well, he fucking He's done a lot different. of independent films, like, the past couple he's of years. He's way I've more, like, on, serious. Like, yeah, he, he plays serious very well. There was a movie that he did with Tina Fey. I forget the name of it right this second. A serious he, movie with Tina Fey? Yeah, it was. That's why it was fucking weird. Who, who and was then in it has the Muppets Timothy, movie? Timothy Oliphant <laughs> in it. It had all these fucking people... And I forget, I forget the name of it right now, but it was really fucking good. And like he does, it was play... called uh, Manchester by the Sea. Fuck that movie. Have you ever seen Extract with him, Jason Bateman, and Melina Kunis? I don't know. What am I lo- looking up here? Trevor Noah. That's what I'm looking up. Trevor Noah. Hey, okay, there it is. James Bond. You have to type in James Bond. He has For his own talk show. Sake. So you know, why do you look all spaced out? Uh, it's twelve minutes. Okay, we don't have to watch the whole 12 minutes. Just play a little bit Mike, of it. Just click it. Quit rushing. We're not rushing. <laughs> We're American. <laughs> uh, colonized. Listen, he's in Went all over the globe. And you know colonization? We, we read about it now, and it seems normal. Because it's an 
in Africa. They, you know, they did it in, in, in Asia. And think about in India. Those cultures could not... <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. By order of her majesty. No, 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 I, I feel you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm letting you know that we're here to colonize you. And you two shall worship him. You want me to worship a... What are you talking No, sorry, not you, other God. No, no, other God. No, no, not wrong God. No God. I have come here representing Great Britain. And I have never... Do good things, good things, good things. Then people go, oh my God, Britain, look how great you are own business in my land. You came over here riding on your skinny cow telling me that thing. If I was your doctor, I don't need x-ray machine. I just go, what is problem? It is your kidney. How do I know? Because you're translucent. That is how I know. Damn you, we are going to run this country whether you like it or not. We are not going to do anything you tell us. You're a mad... What do you see written there? Go okay, can you... Scroll up. Work on the distant Scroll up. I can't work on it either. Scroll up. Where do you see James Bond? Nowhere. Alright, type in Idis Alba. Because <laughs> you say I, I'm pretty. Oh, <laughs> but you've never watched Trevor Noah? No. I watched this thing on, uh, on Netflix. Yeah. What am I looking for here? Uh. uh Riveting stuff. This is you why guys, we don't ever watch your clips. You know what? Because they don't exist. Fuck you. It does exist. <laughs> where? You gotta go. To where? You told me two things that didn't happen. Gas to go to Russia. <laughs> I gotta drive to Russia. Anyways, get in, in his stand-up, are you afraid of the dark? Or afraid of the dark? He All right. Says, so well, you should have said that, because here that is. <gasps> it's been my dream since I started stand-up comedy, doing a special in New York City. This is it. This is it, New the York, first New two and York! Half minutes of Are you yeah, New York! I'm done. I'm done. Let's talk about Dr. Seuss. <laughs> the cat in the hat. Green eggs and ham. Anyways, he talks about how Idis Alba or how James Bond cut me black, and he said because he does most of his bidding in Britain and Russia, and if you're black there, you're automatically <laughs> What? Like you You're automatically like, oh my god, I know you. There's black people in Britain. Uh, he goes into all that. Yeah, Mike. This sounds racist as shit. He's a African American, legit an African American. Yeah. A black African. And I don't understand what your point is. Okay. No, I was trying to get ink off me. All right, so Ozark, you said it was awesome. It's it's one of my favorite shows out right now. Uh, I'm the next Rick and Morty. Turn myself into a pickle, Morty. I I'm just trying to figure out why you would do this. Why anyone would do this. The reason anyone would do this, if they could, which they can't, would be because they could, which they can't. Is this the first part of some kind of magic trick? I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. Catch a new episode of Rick and Morty Sunday at 1130. Do pickles live forever or Morty, stop digging for hidden layers and just be impressed pickle rick this can only end with one of us dead and i have never died that'll be your downfall jaguar you not being open to new experiences <laughs>
Rick and Morty. All new episodes begin Sunday, July 30th at 11.30. I'm good. Pickle Rick, let's break this down. Stop looking for hidden layers, Morty. Just be impressed. <laughs> one takes signs, the other one takes art. Dark eyeliner. Fucking ridiculous. So fucking stupid. No, it's not. You're the only, still the only person that's ever said that it's show is bad. stupid! You're in stupid, the minority stupid, here. Stupid. I don't know well, I, I, a lot of people like The Mummy. A lot of people like Dark Who? Tower. Who? People! 17% of the population said they like Dark Tower. That's it. That's not a lot of people. You know what 17% of like 5 point some trillion is? It's like 100. I don't even no, know. it's not. You can't do math. Stop okay. trying. It's four. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little it's a little it's bit. It's a lot of bit. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little upon little. Yeah. It's a pickle rick. <laughs> it's a pickle rick. Ah, shut up. <laughs> Whatever happened to our pickling video? We were supposed to make pickles. Loser. No, we need to do it. And the whole time we do it, I'm going to have a loser playing in the background, and I'm just going to be like, pickle rick. Oh, my alien fucking. And then Bert is going to pop in from the background and be like, He's not ever going to come on the show rick. again. Tiny <laughs> Why not? He's, he's loving this right now. This he a, looks this bored. Is his thing. No, he's I'm not bored. Myself. This is him and his He's finest. enjoying this, this himself. Is, this is me just chilling. It's me just chilling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, Berno, I know you're a fan of Rick and Morty. Uh, you got to watch that. It's my favorite Blech. of the year. Sweet, Blech. shut up. Blech. Ew, his toes are near me. That's gross. gross. He's got fungi. <laughs> Berno's a fungi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, so uh, we got any, any other news? Look, uh, uh, yes, check out Ozark, seriously. So, uh, uh, James... Franco. We're all over the fucking weird place on <laughs> no, this. No, James, we're talking about Netflix. James Franco and, and Seth Rogen are coming out with a show on Netflix, but it's not going to be a comedy. It's going to be a drama. So I'm excited to see what that well, is. Well, you know, uh, Franco apparently has always been a director, and that's yeah. getting I mean, into directing was he had to get yeah no Seth Rogen produced yeah. Pre Preacher. Um, to for those guys to get into that, they had to to like go into acting, get into yeah. it, make a little mm -hmm. bit of money, so they can start flipping. But James yeah. Franco is like a really good film director. Yeah. So, but, I mean, I never watched anything. I mean, a lot of his stuff Or maybe is I have and don't realize it. So, I'm excited. Oh, and the I'm other thing about dramatic. the other thing about Ozark, Jason Bateman directs it. Oh, really? Did which, you guys see that movie, Why Him? Yes, I did. That yeah. was hilarious. Which one was that? It, it was had Brian Cranston and James Franco. No, I did not. Is, is oh. it, that was it worth checking out? Yeah, except yeah. for I'm the only, like, the nerd in the fucking movie theater, and there's Elon Musk on the screen. I'm like, it's Elon Musk! And everyone's <laughs> like, what? He doesn't know who Elon Musk is. <laughs> I who's Elon Musk? See? <laughs> he the fucking was, guy who created PayPal. And he was one he, of the people. <laughs> he launches the rockets into space now. SpaceX is his company. His reusable rocket, he, the Falcon 9, the Falcon cars. 9 Heavy. He owns Tesla, dude. He owns Tesla. <laughs> he owns Tesla dude. He's like my hero. Yeah. Other than yeah, Car Carl Sagan was my he's hero, he's but now. Dating, uh, who, cares? Yeah, who cares? Was, uh, who cares? Who cares who he's dating? Right. He could have any vagina he wanted in the cosmic but universe. look i felt like a weirdo watching this comedy movie that's all over the place and all you know, of a sudden elon I see elon musk, and i'm like elon elon musk <laughs> was in uh iron man 2 yeah a lot of people don't realize that elon musk was on wasn't he in big bang theory once i think yeah he was yeah, yeah he was yep. that, show. that show was funny as shit and i got into that show way late yeah like, so did i like, i got seriously it was, like, it was like seven seasons or no not seven it was probably like five I just started, started watching it this year. I've been telling you to uh, watch it. Forever. I know because it's right up my alley, and it's funny as fuck. And I yeah, get all the references. All the references is it's just great. so fucking amazing. I just like all the intellectual stuff they use. 
Sure. Do you know, um, do you know intellectual? Do you know things? what other show is great that I'm so sad they canceled because it got into Sex it really? No, uh, Two Broke Girls. That's a funny that fucking show. That was hilarious. And Cat Dennings, and man. Those She's two girls fucking are fucking hot. Mm-mm-mm. I would go to their muffin donut shop every day. It was a cupcake. <laughs> cupcake. I need some muffin. Whatever you need some frosting. I'd lick it all up. <laughs> sprinkles? Is it Sprinkles or Jimmy's? With me, it's uh, nothing. I prefer no grass on the field. He, pres- he prefers the nutting. <laughs> no, I prefer no grass on the field. <laughs> so no Jimmy's. No, nothing. No, oh, he no. likes Jim, all right. <laughs> Jim no, no. I like James. There's a difference. James Franco? He, I no. heard he's gay. He might have a shot. I like James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember him in the Sandlot. <laughs> That's what you... You don't remember Dark... Uh, no, I never Dark watched Vader? a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I can't believe it. Me neither. Ha Ha-ha! I'm done. Yes. I'm out. I'm out. Yes. This podcast is Fuck over. Star Wars. All right, we got this. I'm done. The outro. I'm done. You are not going to quit, son. Hey, let me, Fuck let me you. get you back in the game. Rick and Morty. Geico. What is, what is, why are you trying to click on Geico? On my travels across the country, on my travels, I came is across he Australian this or British? water dripping from the ceiling. <laughs> you never know when something like this will happen. So let the Geico Insurance Agency help you with homeowners insurance you and protect leaving. yourself from things like fire, theft, He's not or in quitting. this case, like I said, he water loves damage. This. Yeah, can you stop? Like, unless you're going to play the Orbit commercial where she's like, Got a dirty mouth? I don't, want, I don't care. Fuck, man. That's some harsh shit right there. So anyways, yes, I'm excited for their drama. <laughs> Which leads us into Preacher. Fucking fantastic. Did you catch up? Uh, <laughs> what ha- happened was... You said <laughs> you cannot spoil anything. And then... So you know what? Fuck. It's been two weeks. I'm spoiling shit. So look, Cassidy's been acting no, no, so no, no, fucking no, no, weird. No, no, no. You got to hear my excuse first. You have to hear my excuse. You have to hear my excuse first. They're all about selling souls. Stop. There you have... You, no, no stop. Up. Stop. You have to hear my excuse. All right. All right. All right. So yesterday. Okay, you had a whole week before yesterday. Yeah, but and another he- one before that. Can you hear me the fuck out? <laughs> it's on tonight. Are you gonna catch up? You're, three, you're gonna be three episodes behind. I can't even I speak. Have a feeling he's gonna Go blame on. It on the all right. What happened? What did happen was yesterday. My thing was all right. Today's the day. I'm gonna research a little bit more on this topic. I want to get some stuff nailed down on that. And then I was like, and then what I do is I catch up on pre feature. Then I went to Just paint. So I went to paint my mother-in-law's house, which was fine because I was like, cool, I still got time. Then when I came home, my dog's fucking mouth was swollen this fucking big. So, no, I didn't get to watch pre this fucking big. <laughs> like, I mean, like. Dude, she looked like Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, poor baby. It was sad as shit. Dude, and I'm a sucker for that girl. I'm sorry. That girl. That girl. That girl. <laughs> Ooh, remember that song? You don't, you totally that were off kid. kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, you've been called off that key way more poison. than me. No, I'm thinking of a totally different song. See, that's where you're wrong. I'm just sitting out back here and enjoying the view. Because <laughs> you guys are just hilarious. you got to play That Girl's Poison. No, that song's that's, the best. That's not the song I'm talking about. I don't care. That's the song that came to my mind. That's the only time I like, girl. <laughs> or are you thinking of Boys to Men or something? Shaggy. Shaggy? It wasn't me? I like, how, I like how Pickle I, I Rick comes up. I swear to God, up. I'm awake. I like how Pickle Rick comes up. The girl has got the touch. <laughs>
remember this? Uh, oh wait, yeah, I do. Never mind. I, I never fucked mind, a lot of it. The kind of woman that lets you know when she knows what you want, she won't let go. Takes you to a place of your fantasy, walks you to the door, but she holds you. Remember now? Yeah, I remember. That kind of girl. I was on point. Apologize. Apologize. Who sings that song? Who? Poison. I don't know. Bell Bib DeVoe. Yeah. Why does it smell like bologna? Did you eat bologna? No, I burped. Dude, that's gross. I, I ate Chinese that's food. That's so disgusting. You ate the come with some young guy? Come with some young guy, yeah. It was All hot. right, guys. Beyond that, also, there's this new gel that they're using to stop bleeding in the ERs, which I'm very excited about. It's basically like fix a flat. Is it, called Qu- is it called Quick Clot? No. Well, have you ever heard of that? Yeah. That's just pretty cool. You like take a syringe and you just... Well, it's kind of like that. It's like, like fix-a-flat. So like they're putting it in the wound. It they stops. It helps the blood clot faster. And then they remove it. Like flick, like fix-a-flat. I had, I you know, had some salt. Of you pour salt on an open wound? What the oh, fuck man. is wrong with you? No, Sugar. salt. Salt, it'll burn more. You are a Sugar. sick individual. <laughs> Sugar will stop... Bl- pour bl- whiskey on it. Yeah. Throw no, uh, some no. dirt on it. No, I, seriously. Remember I, Tucker and Dale? <laughs> some dirt. Have you ever seen Tucker and Dale versus... Or Tucker and Dale versus Evil? evil? Yeah. No. <gasps> Look. Dude, before you, you come back on, st- I'm going to give you a list. I'm going to give you a Dale list. Evil. Look, Just, let, you let, have to watch okay. that one. Can I show you the trailer for it? Look. Because it's Start pretty writing. fucking awesome. Write like one thing, man, because... I'm like hooked right now on that freaking uh, surviving Escobar, and I just freaking like zoom in on one show. I, I, I've heard, I heard yeah, I need to I watch just, the show. I just, awesome. I I just zoom in on Narcos, but I want to learn Spanish. Yeah, I, I watched Narcos two, one and two. I haven't seen the third season yet, but I, I'll just pick one show and next. Check out Ozark. You know how dude. that is. You, you just, just keep, keep going. Watching. Yeah, yeah. The other night it was three in the morning, and Irene and I were like, "We need to go to sleep." You at just some can't point. switch from one show on Netflix to another. No, it's so do you, hard. Do you watch any of the Mar- any of the Marvel stuff? <laughs> like Daredevil and all that shit? No. <gasps> Dude, seriously, you need That's to. That's Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. That's his homework. Uh, you seriously need to start watching evil. some of the Marvel stuff. Dude, Daredevil? They're coming out with the Defenders. Amazing. Defenders comes out at the end. I've, uh, already, I've already seen the first four. All right. Can I tell you about something on the first four? What no. Happens? Is Iron Fist like... Don't spoil it. Iron, Is Iron Fist He's like, like, I'm Danny Rand. No, ah! no. no I, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> But there's the, there's don't tell hold me. Hold on, that. there's this awesome scene where Luke Cage beats the fuck out of Iron Fist. Yeah, I'm telling you. Good, I've been waiting for that. I'm bravo, Danny Rand. For, bravo for the defenders. I'm liking I'm it. I'm Danny so far. Rand. And the, I know you guys never seen Star Trek, but I like the new series. I've seen the first episode. I'm with, in with uh, the girl from The Walking Dead, right? Yeah, Sasha. Hopefully I don't get pulled over because I'm gonna smell like beer. No, nah, you're fine. All right, here you go. Birdo, <laughs> roll them down. Birdo, Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale. Oh, jeez. Whoa, Jesus. It's so funny. Did you see the way those guys looked at us? It's terrible. Who terrible wants to go skinny dipping? Pancakes! 
You hate pancakes? I'm, I'm gonna make you something else. What am I doing here? Fell into the water. I dove in and rescued you. We'll go find your friends. You should relax. Tucker and Dale are on the case. What is this place? It's just a cabin. It doesn't mean they're psycho killers. Then why don't you go in there and talk to them? All right. Maybe I will. I said maybe. Dale? What are you doing? I'm taking a crapper hole. You mind if I help? He's making her dig her own grave. There's no rules out here. It's us <laughs> against them. No! Oh, good looking friends are here. I'm not too drunk. I like it tonight. Saw your friend out there. He must be allergic to bees or something because he was running like a bat out of hell. <laughs> this is a suicide pact. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. She can maybe explain the whole thing. You've got another one inside. Gosh, oh, she's in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you gotta take the safety off on the side there. Don't. Oh my god! Start being more careful! Time to die! Three kills! Fire! Don't use that! So they're like just kind of killing themselves because they're scared, but. Oh. Sorry about that. This vacation sucks. So they're like trying to help at it. Let me set this for you. It's two guys, right? They're just normal guys, like us, right? Okay. And we decide we decide we're gonna go to to the cabin that we one of our families have no, had. No, they for purchased it together. You know? What? Oh, they did. They did. So 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 they. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Reset. You and I. We're like, you know what? Let, let, let's buy this cabin. It's really cool. It's out there. It's on a lake. We can fish. You know, you like to fish. I like to fish. Yeah. We like the outdoors. We like yeah. cock. It's all the same. Yeah. Um, Whoa, what? <laughs> see? Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. You agreed. Um, so then what happens is they go out, right? And they're like, it's going to be this great vacation, right? And they get out there. But then there's like this other group of kids that, how did they end up at the cabin? So. They rented the so, same cabin? No, they're camping. They're camping down the way. Okay, that's what it is. And then they go skinny dipping, and their friend falls into the water, and then they're like, "Oh my god, they told her they were eating her." So face. you got to understand, it's like a trickle down effect, right? Yeah. So they see things from one perspective, but and the, the other dudes see it from a totally different perspective. They see two hillbillies in the woods. So they see two hillbillies in the woods and that they, are they like deliverance. Yeah, it's like deliverance. Like you got a pretty mouth. But it's not really that way. Make it squeal like a pig. Yeah, but it's not that way. And in fact, they're trying to like help these kids yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, but it looks so fucked up. Dude, like I'm he's just you. chopping oh, wood and then a kid. He's just, dude, seriously, he's in that scene where the guy goes into the chipper, he's literally just like throwing wood, just chipping. And yeah. then the, the kid flies out of nowhere. Out and he's like, and he's like pulling okay? him out. He's like, stop, don't fight it. You know, he's trying to get him out. <laughs> oh, don't. Dude, it's so <laughs> fucked up. We should do a commentary on and that. And then one. the last. <laughs> Seriously. Then you find out the the villain is basically half hillbilly. They're like, "You're half hillbilly." He's like, "No, I'm not." We seriously need to do that. <laughs> we we need to do a commentary on Tucker and Dale. Let's do it tonight oh, after shit. this episode. What the f- no? Not tonight. yes, not tonight. He just doesn't want to go home. 
<laughs> I, yeah, Let's do I this. Uh, but seriously, dude. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. And they're supposed to be doing a sequel. It's coming. It's and coming. this was like a sleeper hit. Like, it totally was. Oh. It, you're the one who told me yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm the one who told you months. about it. Yeah, I was like, you got to watch Tucker and Dale. You're like, all right, all right. And then you finally watched it like five months later. Oh, no, my God. That, I'm watching this shit tonight. <laughs> you need to. That movie will tomorrow. fucking make you laugh out loud. It'll LOL. make me LOL. LOL. <laughs> I don't got no fucking. I said LMFAO to my friends, like you know, the say, laugh hey, my fucking ass off. The group. I said LMF. Mike, do you have tinfoil? What? Do you have? Do you guys have tinfoil around this? Oh, okay, it it, it 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 worked now. We had tinfoil. Where are they at? Where are my hats? Where's everything? Look, I got it. I got it. I'm gonna hit play. So Is it on there? Yep. Tucker and Dale. Yep. I'm a, I hit play on it so I can just kind of. Ex- do you know about the spaghetti monster? I've seen your post. Are you guys uh, are you guys are ministers or are you I guys am. Can... He's I'm, a minister. I'm an ordained minister of the Church minister. of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Am Technically, I... I can renew your vows. So right. you need to go can home you... tonight. Tell Devin that uh, you you want your vows renewed and let me do it. I'm actually. He's been waiting to get somebody to I'm, marry. I'm, I'm also a minister of the New Life Ministries Church. I can I marry. That hat. I'm very proud of this hat. Can you make me a member? What do I need to do? You're a member right now, Berto. Just say ramen. Oh, I, I ate some for breakfast. Noodle. Today. No, noodle. no, he's got. He's gonna say ramen. Okay, say ramen. it. Now, high fiver. Yes. You are now pastafarian. <laughs> pastafarian. Yes. You're in. You're in. All right. So I can, <laughs> I can marry people through the uh, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, or I can marry you through the New Life Ministries Church, which is like the big one. I can marry anybody, and I do you smell food. I smell food. I smell food. I smelled something burning, and I was like, I smell something <laughs> cooking, but it's like pierogies or something. I don't know. Did you see me sniff the air? Is that yeah? What but I've been smelling that? it too. God, we are all over the fucking oh. map this episode. But yeah, Church of oh, my- there goes the ball. <gasps> I am the chosen one. You are the... Birdo. I am. You are it. I the chosen time. one. You gotta get a hot glue gun in here. I gotta find one. I spent time doing this. Birdo thing. is the chosen one. It has did you did, did you guys see the other day there was like a sighting and I shared I shared it. Did yes. You it? It's fucking yes, awesome. I did. I didn't. I, s- I really smell food now. I, know, I, know, I do too. I She's cooking something. Oh. Uh, <laughs> did you good. fart? Uh, no. no. Okay. Alright, uh, do we have anything else we're ready to talk about? Norway has banned deforestation. I'm so excited about this. Good! Yes! High five! Let's all all go hunting there! (laughs) Let's kill all the animals in the area. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go kill some shit. Hey, Steve, I only kill for food, and vegan? I apologize. He's a vegan. Oh. I read he hates when that, I like, bring up fishing. 83% of vegans go back to eating meat. Just Steve, <laughs> I, I throw back, I will say, 95% of the fish. If I'm not eating it, I'm not keeping Thursday. it. I throw back 100% of the fish. Well, well, I, throw back I don't tequila. go for Does fish you don't count? eat. So if I do keep something, it's gone in my belly, and I know I'm sorry, Steve. Get in my belly. No, look, mm. Steve. Steve knows that I like barbecue and all that shit, so it's cool. It's cool. Steve uh, understands. He's not one of those guys that are he's like. He's not a Steve's vegan that's like. Stop! Yeah. Stop stealing pencils and selling them for fifty cents. What? What? Uh, hey, man. Who does him that? And my uncle Chris used to do that when they were in high school or Steve. preschool. Or whatever. Did you watch the new Tracy yes. Morgan stand up? He talks about his I just uncle. To say hi from Chris. He talks about one? his uncle, the, the new one, staying alive. How long? When did it come out? 
couple months ago. Probably. <laughs> it's man. hilarious. But if he talks about his uncle selling cold cuts on the side of the New Jersey Turnpike to yes, prostitutes. Yes, I, I did hear that one. That that was like his first stand-up. <laughs> Back, yeah. Back, yeah, yeah. I remember. That's good. Yeah. I, Tra- I Tracy Morgan's it. funny as shit. It. Tracy Morgan's awful, good. But that's what that just reminded me of. <laughs> selling stolen cold cuts to prostitutes on the New Jersey Turnpike. All right. Uh, okay, so where are we going from here, guys? Uh, we got anything else before we jump into this topic? Um, before your topic, nah. Let's just uh, jump in there and uh, let's jump I'll, in I there. I gotta take a leak. All right. Our topic: Carl Sagan, motherfucker, pimp the man, the myth, the myth, the legend. We're all connected to each other, biological, to the earth. It's also featured Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Nye, to and the rest of the universe. I think nature's imagination. He's so much greater than man. He's never gonna let us relax. relax, relax, relax. We live in an in-between universe where things change all right, but according to patterns, rules, or as we call them, laws of nature. I'm this guy standing on a planet. Really, I'm just a speck. I'm just a speck compared with a star. <laughs> it's just another speck. To think about all of this. The beauty of 
the living thing is not the atoms that go into it, but the way those atoms are put together. The cosmos is also within us. We're made of stars. We are away from the cosmos to know itself. Across the sea of space, the stars are others. We've traveled this way before. And there is much to be learned. Like a pimp. Does he drop the mic? He fucking threw that mic. Fuck that mic. I'm not Stephen very Hawking. good. It's got Stephen Hawking songs, but uh, here's here's a try. Because <laughs> I've listened to this my whole fucking life. I remember that episode. My mic's been confiscated, <laughs> and my seat's been hijacked. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah, my seat went. <laughs> that was fucking weird. That was weird. <laughs> Birdo! Before we get into some clips. Okay, this is Carl Sagan. Let's talk about Carl Sagan. The man. The, the myth. Voice. The legend. The original OG. Where's your eye patch? I, I went to go buy Fuck, one, and it was $7, and I was like, no fucking way. It's upstairs. I totally should have got it, because when I was I doing research on this, after you told me. When I was doing research on this, Berta, I found this clip, which I'm going to play in a minute, but the dude has a fucking evil genius Yeah, he's iPad. fucking amazing. Like, All that right. is us. Holy like, fuck. That's how like... scientists looked in the fucking yeah. 70s, dude. They look like fucking Austin Powers shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. One million. One dollars. million dollars. Um, that's not enough. Billion. No, no. Yeah, that's not. That's that's, that's not enough in, in today's right. standards. You ready? Jump into this, Carl Sagan. This yes, is the man. Jump, jump into this. He talk? lived to the tender age of sixty-two. Sixty-two. He died of uh, <sighs> a, a fucked up disease. Well, he had kind of like when my friend passed. He had away a blood now. disease, yeah. and then they turned into, yeah. It, so we'll get into that. So Car- Carl uh, You're going to teach me some stuff. 
I'm going to teach you stuff. Uh, he was born November 9th, 1934, died November 20th, 1996. He was an American cosmologist, astrophysicist, astrobiologist. Uh, he offered his opinion uh, as a natural science guy. He was a very vocal person in the science community. Yes. When I was growing up, Cosmos had came out in, what, 80, what year did Cosmos I feel like, um, 87, I believe. No, nah, hold on. The Cosmos changed things because, like, at that time, we were, you know, like, school was like, this is science. And then when the Cosmos came out, it gave you, like, the opportunity to think beyond well, okay, what so we see in school. I want to say Cosmos, Cosmos did come out in the 80s, but I, I want to say it came out in, like, 81 or 82, but I could be totally wrong. Um, So Cosmos came out. It had already been out for a little bit, but you got to understand that when I was, I was born in 1981. 1981 was around the same time that science or NASA was starting to really gain a lot of popularity. I remember being a kid and having like the the uh, the rocket, you know, uh, toy. I used to have the rocket toy yeah. where you go. And, and Carl you know. Sagan was with NASA from Carl its inception. Sagan, Carl Sagan was with NASA since is since its, its inception. Yeah, I mean, he was a uh, he was a guy that all the astronauts turned to to ask them questions like, "Hey, what can I expect up here?" He was like a guy that was like their go to guy for all the questions. About what could possibly happen. Um, his dissertation in college, he wrote it on Venus and the green the greenhouse yeah. effect, which is what kind of launched his career. But we'll get into that. So, me personally, growing up, uh, 1980 was Cosmos. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, like I was saying, it had it, had it had already been going for like okay. Cosmos was only one year. You had one year of the one Cosmos, season. one season. I think it was like thirteen episodes or something. But cause he wrote it, uh, produced it, and his wife at the time yeah. worked on it. Um, it was something that was like a lot of. It took it. It was like five years in production. It took him three years to shoot that one season that that we ended up getting. Yeah. But, so when I was a kid, and I said, "Do you? I don't you see? You weren't even born. That's I've what's the weird." Cosmos, though. <laughs> I know. I, I know, but I with the stories I'm telling. Egg. The stories I'm going to tell are when you're like an unfertilized egg. Do you remember going to. You don't, because I don't think you ever Bernie did. Get it. Look, there's a joke that says, I like my eggs unfertilized. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a joke. When I was little, I, I remember, and I don't think you ever. I don't think you ever went to this lady's house. Do you remember Barbara? The babysitter? Yeah, but I don't think you ever went there. I think you only That's knew the one you lost her. your virginity to, right? Absolutely. Um, do you remember, do you, you never spent, it, you never lived in Collins Park, right? No, I never lived in Collins Park. So then you never, no. you never stayed there. No. I My babysitter was in Castle Hills. I remember Castle Hills. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, that fucked That's going to get you in trouble. Mike, Mike <laughs> take another sip. Mike, you don't take another sip, I'm turning my mic off. Turn your mic off because I'm an adult. Uh, no, he's not. He lies. Um, I don't go for root beer, but I'll try this mention. So, yeah, root so, you, so you've so, seen Barbara. So, Barbara used to watch us, but she used to have on, like, not PBS good. and stuff all, all the time. I know. I I, I, Just root put it beer, away. man. Put it away. You don't like Why? root beer? No. I, I, I really do not like root beer. It's weird. Just like um, uh, Doc, uh, Dr. Pepper. Uh, I can't do it. You don't love DP? Uh, it wasn't a lot fine. What? Huh? All right. So, <laughs> Barbara. Okay, getting back on topic, guys. Barbara used to have on like all the PBS commercials, so we so we would be over there, and she would put us in her living room, and she would just turn on the TV. So PBS stripping. So, so get back to the topic, Mike. We're getting into science. You got to be real. PBS would come on, and we would see. Stop. That's how I initially found Doctor Who. That's how I initially found a lot of those shows. But in that, I saw this guy talking, 
like anybody could understand exactly what he was yeah. what he was saying, and it was the cosmos. It was in replay at that point. I mean, I've seen the cosmos, but so I would sit there for its time period. I mean, even when you look at Neil deGrasse Tyson's cosmos, there would be no Neil. De- well, if you said it earlier, there would be no yes, Neil deGrasse Tyson no, today if, if you there look wasn't. Look at the comparison, like nineteen eighty to what two thousand six fifteen. It came out, I think. Cosmos, <laughs> cosmos, like twenty twelve. No, twenty fourteen. I just, I just saw it. Okay. Was it 2014? Yes. So you have the 1980s okay. to 2014. I mean, and even Carl Sagan's uh, ideas and his his way of talking Look, is just... I like Carl Sagan. It's more... It's not... Or, I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I like Yeah, Neil I do Tyson. like him, I think too. he did a good job with the Cosmos. Yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of his stuff, and, you know, it makes me think. And that's what I love about these two... That's what I love about scientists like this. They make you think. They say question. So... Question everything. He says, I don't want to believe. I want to know. So... <laughs> Going back to Carl Sagan. So growing up, 2014, yeah. It must have been like Jan, January 2014. Because I remember being like... Early. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that many years it ago. feels like it was far along. I, who cares? It feels like it was like 2016. No, it feels like it was much <laughs> older than that, but who cares? Because um, I remember all the controversy because people were like, oh, it's not Carl Sagan. It's Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's a black guy, not a white but guy. But it's a new take. Fuck it, you. There's been so much advances. In, in look, Neil deGrasse, look, here's the thing. Okay. He, yeah, people <laughs> stop wearing dickies. Hey, dickies are hot. I still wear dickies, Birdo. That's all you got. I have like I was welding <laughs> last night with no shirt on. Oh my! And a pair aliens. of dickies welding helmet down. All right, can I just? <laughs> I can't even wear my glasses. This. this is terrible. I can't. Dickies clothing? No, never mind. Yeah, maybe you're thinking the Was wrong thing, Birdo. Dickies, Dickies, yeah. Car- Carhartt and Dickies the... are similar. They're no. very similar. Yeah, they are. Dickies is like the cheaper. Yeah, they're the Walmart brand. Yeah. But I had both. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. I like Dickies. Dickies is fine. But what I'm saying, Dickies, uh, I mean the turtleneck. Yeah, okay. That's what I was referring okay. to. I love Carl Sagan's turtleneck. Do you have Dickies? I, I have Dickies pants. <laughs> I may have a tur- turtleneck upstairs. May. I do may. not. I was looking for may. one. I knew I had one in high school, but no. In high school. I feel like somebody, I feel like it's I have It's not, a, it's not like, on. it's not just a dick. It was an actual like I a feel sweater, like, like a I feel like winter. I have an ugly sweater. Do you yeah, yeah, it was something, yeah, it was like I a turtleneck sweater. I feel like sweater. that's what I got. Yeah. Do you remember dinner for schmucks? I love yes. that movie. I love that movie. And he wears the dickies. Yes. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but when Zach Galifianakis had it on, yes, it was that fake. Was yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, it was he, fake. Remember, he had the little. It was fake. It was, it, it it was, was like the khaki color one. Yeah, he like pulled it off. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Zach Galifianakis, best joke joke I've heard him. in a long time. Ah. Uh, have you guys seen the Lego movie? Yes. You need no, to watch. I've seen, seen the Lego, Lego movie. Movies. That movie was good. Wasn't and I've seen the Lego Batman too. That's what I'm talking about. Lego Batman. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis played the Joker. I just like when uh, is Jimmy... That, is that, yeah, I didn't he was know great. that. Yeah, he was great as a Joker. Uh, I, I just love when Jimmy Kimmel did the parody with Lex Luthor and Ben Affleck. That's and he had, and he oh, had, I saw and that. He had, and he had the Lego Batman. And like, he's like, yeah. he's like in the background, yo, hey guys, this Batman <laughs> is Superman. And then, Le- I, and I then Lex... I knew it after two, 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 two seconds. Like and, then, and, and, then, and then Lex... He's like, hold on, put this back... Yeah. <laughs> and then Lex Luthor, Lex, Lex Luthor walks in. He's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so back to Carl Sagan. Holy sake. fuck, this is so awesome. Sorry, it was pretty I awesome. just keep thinking of the other No, I, I just like the format of this show. We're you just go from like one stuff. thing to another thing, back to the same thing. Okay. Like, back to the... It back, all leads back. It all back leads back to the back topic. To all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a lot cooler if you did. Hold on, hold on. You got to do your... <laughs> it's all binary. Whoa. 
No, that's that's no. You got to do yeah. You got to do the other one. Remember? <clears throat> oh, how does it go again? Ah! Hold on. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Wow. <laughs> no. That's sure. What are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> and then I gotta go. Wow. 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 But remember, we were having a conversation. We were. We were like totally kind of raising it. But no, you were just like, wow. 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 <laughs> we had it on there, right? It's <laughs> totally on Wilson, right? It's on Wilson and Keanu Reeves. Wow. Wow. People keep asking if I'm back. Yeah. I'll bet. I can't watch it. There's animal violence. What? Oh, you would never huh. get through Ozarks. You'll never get through <gasps> Ozarks. But there's animal violence? I'm not Yo, watching it. There's, no. a, there's a coyote Reeves. that gets gutted. There's a coyote that gets gutted. By the kid. No, it's fucking amazing. I can't watch it. When Leonardo DiCaprio was like... With the bear? Living in the bear, and I was like... So... <laughs> you have a phobia. <laughs> That's not normal. You, you, you know that, right? I don't right? like animal violence. I cannot watch Planet of the Apes. Do you, because there's animals. But you've killed animals and you eat meat. Are, are you I don't understand that. I have not killed animals. Are you don't a vegan? Don't tell people. Don't wait because vegan? I've I've been in the woods where you've pulled the trigger to kill animals. Oh, okay. Then so don't try and pull that fucking card, all right? All right. So her it's non animal just came out. Her non outfit just came off. She's, exactly. She's a killer. I'm a dangerous person. She's a tra- she's like she's uh, nuns with guns. She's f- <laughs> <laughs> I'm nuns with guns. I'm not a fucking nut. Well, have you ever seen that movie? I guess she's I could Bourne. be, but you nuns with- oh shit! <laughs> you got so lucky. There's nothing in there. Guys. There it is something. Nuns with guns. I don't know. That just means- you've never heard of this. I do. I, I never do, heard of it. I do represent myself with nuns with guns. <laughs> I think it's called nuns with guns. <laughs> I'm like a nun. <laughs> Nuns with As guns. I, drink a beer. I interviewed <laughs> I interviewed a guy one time who was in this move in, in, in this movie. That's why I remember. All right, uh, let's look at trailer. Nuns with guns. Nuns with guns. Bill O'Burr Jr. was. I in just this keep movie. thinking about this movie. No, I just keep thinking about it. Come, I want to watch it now, guys. Nuns with guns. Freak Show Entertainment is proud to present the most unholy film you'll see this year. Oh shit! Forgive me, Lord. I'm about to sing. I'm not the Lord. He only works through me. What is said here is between us and God. I'm not here to confess any sins. Dude, I interviewed... Look at that fucking gun, yo. I interviewed the guy that was in there. The church on the outskirts of hell. Hold on, just, just watch. An innocent nun was drugged, beaten, and left for dead. She lost everything except her faith. I was dead and God came to me. He told me to kill. Kill who? All who sin against his name. If you're gonna be doing the Lord's work, you need the Lord's tools. Now she's going to show them that hell had no fury. <laughs> like a new nun. A big gun. Yo! Nude nuns <laughs> with big guns. That's the point you guys are missing. It's nude nuns with big guns. This sister is one bad mother. <laughs> I'm telling you. Is that an actual movie? Yes. <laughs> Brought to you by Freak Show. Yo, I need to watch that immediately. I love it. That's I'm me. I'm a nun with a gun. <laughs> 
but that's nude nuns. <laughs> oh, really shit. Going back upstairs? You had the littlest fucking bladder, even smaller than Caldwell. I know. We have child's bladders. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you never seen that? No, I never seen that before. But that looks fucking awesome. But I do gotta say the kickback. I mean, come yeah, on. it's ridiculous. Come on, it's terrible. See, it's terrible <laughs> effect. But the movie is kind of you gotta watch it. It's pretty interesting, actually. Is it like sis- Sister Act with a gun? No, it's, it's way more worse. But it's just fun way to watch. Way more worse. It's ter- Sister it's, Act is terrible. No, it wasn't. That movie's a classic. Yeah, well, this is not good. Okay, but it's nude nuns with Who's the guns. nun? She was hot. I don't know. I gotta look this up, man. She's a nobody. Probably just. Probably a porn star who decided to, you know, cross it's, it's over. It's called nuns with guns. No, nude nuns with big guns. Nude nuns with big guns. Big guns. Who did you interview? The preacher? No, his name was Bill Burst Jr. I think he was in that. Wasn't he? Or he was in a nun movie. I had to been that one. I'm pretty sure he was in that. One. Yeah, Bill. Bill Burst yeah, Jr. You see him? John. Okay, yeah. So I interviewed him. Yeah. Cool so dude. Sister Sarah is a son. Also gave a great Abraham Lincoln. He was in Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies. Oh, really? I love Jimmy Simpson, man. He yeah. wasn't not in Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies. Oh, wait, no. Abraham Lincoln, zombie, uh, Vampire, Vampire Hunter. Hunter. He was a totally different yeah. one. Yeah. Let me take the lead on this. <laughs> take the lead, Berto. Take the lead. Tell us about Carl Sagan. He wears dickies. <laughs> we got that already, doofus. Okay, then Mike, can you please tell her more about him? <laughs> okay, so uh, okay, guys. Okay, so you got to understand the time, right? The space race was huge at the time. Mm-hmm. Early '80s space race was like it was massive. It was all the thing. We were sending the Voyager. Well, you're talking about up. '64, '67. No, no, no. I'm talking about later race. when I was growing up. Okay, uh, you, you got to understand. So when I was growing up was when they were starting to take their first send the first ship to Mars, the first you know. Uh, Rover, version, okay. yeah, non-manned uh, craft mission. So that was all around around the time that Cosmos that I I was starting to see yeah. who this guy was. Correct. Yes. You know, so here I am, like the seven, eight, eight year old kid. And I'm starting to see this guy on TV, and he's explaining shit in a way that I can fucking totally understand. Mm-hmm. I've said to you all along since the day one of this podcast, maybe even on the first episode, I said. I never understood how dimensions worked until Carl Sagan explained it to me in the cosmos and explained it in the flatland. If you guys haven't heard flatland, go search flatland. Okay? Yeah, just like the earth. Flat. No. No. <laughs> no. It's dimensions. It's how to explain them and people understand them. That was the very first time I ever remember seeing Carl Sagan explain something that I was like, got it. Yeah. I totally understand and what you're what saying. And that's what made him like a great, like, uh-huh. you know, not even broadcaster, but a great teacher. He he explained things because a lot of scientists. It cost him a Nobel then, Prize. It cost him a Nobel Prize. Yeah. His I mean, it pu- cost him tenure. It totally. It had Harvard. At Harvard yeah. yeah. He ended up going to Cornell because of it. Because yeah. And Cornell was more laid back. They were like, all right, do your celebrity thing. Like, Harvard had Frank Drake at the time. Do you know who Frank Drake is? You guys know who Frank Drake I've is? Heard yeah, of I, know him. Drake. I don't really know a lot. Not Drake. Oh, sorry. No. Frank Drake created the Drake's equation. Yeah. So that your Frank Which goes into Carl Sagan's mm-hmm. later research. Well, Frank Drake was was tenured at Cornell at the time that Sagan got there. Mm-hmm. So they they kind of became friends, which is kind of cool cuz later on they kind of got to, you know share things. There's a really cool um interview I watched with Carl Sagan uh, Frank Drake, a bunch of all together in in one room and and Stephen Hawking had just lost his voice. Like it was shortly after he lost his voice, and the the interviewer had to explain, he's got this chair, 
Yeah. That he puts the hand motion on this pad that translates. It was the first time we got to understand how Carl Sagan talked. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of yeah, neat Stephen to see Hawking. that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you, Gajikas. We're like fucking nine hours into this podcast. No, we're going to record like an hour and a half. But we're like nine hours no, in. No, we're we drank not. Relax. Like a fucking case of beer. All right, you're saying Drake. <laughs> work, 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 no. work, work. <laughs> no, no. What song? Did, I know, but what song does she sing with Drake? It's work. I don't know. I don't listen to Rihanna. Isn't you it Drake? She's got a five head. No, it's Nicki Minaj who dance with Drake, right? In, in, in Anaconda. Yeah, at the end. Have you ever heard the parody of that song? No, I don't. I don't want to watch no, it either. Okay. Can we watch that? No, stop. <laughs> I'll, right, so, I'll start to you later. All right, we're getting some science on. Science, bitch. So he lost tenure and everything like that. And then while he was applying to Cornell at the time, he mm-hmm. had a paper. And at this time, he his had, dissertation. Yeah, time. he had he had secret access to like NASA and like a lot of secret you know stuff going on there. The moment that NASA kickstarted, Carl Sagan was standing right there. Yeah, exactly. Carl Sagan like we said, the came inception, up the exact like, time that the, w- Carl Sagan preached a lot of this stuff before NASA even came in about. Mm-hmm. I know. Who's and I'm going to play an interview where he talks about extraterrestrial life in a yeah. second, and it's really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, the way that he explains it is totally different than what a lot of people think. Because people are like, oh, green little men. Like, mm. like no. That's expl- not what we're talking about. He explains about. it on a level that I think people can understand. And that's that's the big thing about him. He, He's he like can... the Barney of science. <laughs> no. He can... Tr- no. He is like the, Leon- <laughs> <laughs> the Leonardo da Vinci of, of just science and being able to relay that to the public. He was a mouthpiece before there was mouthpieces about science. So he was the fleshlight of his time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my alien. All right, here's a clip. <laughs> you guys got to listen. Kids? No. Um, there's not a single... Look uh, at the guy he's talking about. The guy looks like a fucking evil which, uh, genius with a maniacal The eye patch. With the possibility of extraterrestrial life. It doesn't say that I, uh, I think extraterrestrial life uh, is impossible. Quite the contrary. I think that uh, many of the stars in the sky have planetary systems. We know enough now about the origin of life to uh, make it appear likely that... Uh, Life arises naturally uh, on the vast bulk of these planets. Uh, it's possible, but by no means certain, that life uh, uh, on many of these planets evolves into beings which are uh, as advanced as we, or more advanced. Uh, and I don't see any reason why we can't imagine that there are civilizations thousands or millions of years in advance of ourselves, capable of technical feats that we, uh, we can hardly imagine. If you would believe, as, uh, as the flying saucer it's cultists it's would have us believe, that uh, God, the, the majority of the saucer reports are due to visitations, then you have a very strange situation. That means several spaceships are coming to the Earth over interstellar distances every day, as if all the anthropologists in the world were to converge on one of the, the Andaman Islands in the Indian Ocean. Uh, because they just invented the fishnet there or something. Uh, I think it's uh, much more reasonable if you, uh, if you want to speculate on the possibility of, of extraterrestrial intelligence that uh, there are very rare visits from extraterrestrials to the Earth. There's no evidence for this. I just say that's not implausible. But to have several visits a day, I think, is straining credulity. I think a key to what's behind the uh, the real belief in flying saucers is most easily obtained if you look at the contact myths. There are several hundred people in in the United States who claim to have had personal contact with the inhabitants of flying saucers who have landed. And if you examine these myths, you find that uh, there are some peculiar regularities. The uh, 
inhabitants of saucers are benevolent. I mean, they're really concerned for our well-being. They're omnipotent, extremely powerful, omniscient, extremely knowledgeable, and uh, they often wear long white robes. Now, this combination is something I've heard in another context. This isn't science. This is religion. Uh, and what I, what I suspect is happening is this. We live in, a, in very unsettled times. Uh, it used to be possible to believe in a personal, benevolent, powerful, all-knowing God who cared about individuals who you could pray to. But now there's very few people who really believe that, I, I think. Uh, science, for good or for ill, has destroyed a lot of the traditional theologies. Uh, and yet people have the same needs to believe that they always did, perhaps more so because of the times we live in. Well, the flying saucer myths are a really clever compromise. It's a way of having beings that come from the sky, that are worried about us, that are powerful, um, that are going to step in and prevent us from destroying ourselves, as we very well might, uh, and yet have it in the cloak of science, so that no one can say nonsense that doesn't match science. It's all very pseudo-scientific. I would think that, uh, that at least for the contact myths and probably for a lot of the uh, events of people who just see things they don't understand flying overhead, uh, that what's involved uh, psychology and theology and not so much the physical sciences. So, as we have seen, scientists think the evidence is mounting that life in some form exists elsewhere in the universe. But almost unanimously, they find no evidence that anything out there has come here. One thing is clear. You could not keep a spaceship a secret. Too many professionals with too many powerful instruments are probing the skies these days. And too many journalists could not be restrained from trumpeting one of the greatest news stories of all time. It's fake news. It also seems clear <laughs> that since the security of our world is involved in converting all UFOs immediately into IFOs, perhaps these phenomena are properly the responsibility of scientists and the military, with periodic reports to the public on what they have found, if anything. So there you have. That was the very first time we ever saw Carl Sagan come out and say like his. Because he was a professor, uh, uh, professor, a teacher. You know, he had all. He was not just working with NASA. He was working at you know Cornell and Harvard and stuff like that. And after he had gotten these secret passes with NASA, he actually, what was it called? Project. What was the What was the nuclear project called? Project Brown Eye. <laughs> no. Which project? With the, where they planned on like um, nuking the uh, the moon. That's the topic coming up. <laughs> what? That's the topic coming up. Mike, you did not discuss this with with us. Uh, it's we had two. Uh, okay, so we'll it's talk called about Project Allah, which was the secret Air Force plan to detonate a nuclear warhead on the moon. Yes. Now, in his dissertation to Cornell, he, he, was, he actually explained all this About the and said, hey, look, this is what's happening at NASA, blah, blah, blah. But nothing, it wasn't, it wasn't considered a leak until 1999. Yeah, because he basically said that if you, if you nuke the moon, you got to understand the fallout that's going to come with it. Yeah, we, mean, want, even, we wanted to nuke the, the moon. The ties are going to be fucked up and my no. fish is going to be fucked Dude, up. Dude, the moon's fake. Like, even moon's Elon hologram. Musk, I mean, he's come around and said, why don't we just nuke the moon? He's not said the moon. Or the Mars. 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 He Let's said we Mars. need... I'm cool with that. He said if we detonate nukes over the poles of Mars, it will kickstart an, a, a, an like atmosphere. Big it yeah, will kickstart the big, the, the big Bang. 
And then we'll have Theoretically, that's possible. That totally could happen. Theoretically. You, theoretically, because what you do is you nuke it, you create a fallout, a vacuum. right? Everything goes back which in. calls out a nuclear winter, which will cloud the atmosphere, which will create an atmosphere, which will then start to put oxygen and so, gravity yeah. and life back on Mars. Like one planet can come out of that. Eventually, eventually. It's, it's, it's a long process. Elon Musk calls Mars a fixer-upper. It's, it's a planet that we got to temporarily now, do shit to to live on. Okay. We can't just go there and live on. We know that. Do you think Mars was like an Earth? Like no. billions and billions of years ago? Billions no. and billions and no. billions. Um, do you think it was inhabitable or do you think it always has been this dusty, reddish, so you don't think it was you don't think it was like another earth at one point i think it had water and stuff flowing through it i've seen stuff where you like you can see like old riverbeds or whatever like yeah but like but that. sagan has this has kind of even back then before we had ships that went to mars he said that those things were created by solar winds and storms mm-hmm. and sandstorms we know that a lot of that stuff that we think are river canals are just sandstorms yeah. that create those channels um, Mars is a very ca- catastrophic atmosphere. Like you know, it can go from like calm to like I mean, like god awful. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna. Do, but there is some fact Mars, in Mars. I mean, there is some yeah. fa- no those storms that happen I mean, in Mars are, are legit. A matter of a couple minutes. I mean, and it took over the whole planet. So when it comes down to it, Mars is one of those planets where I think at one time there was something there. I don't think it was upright humans. I mean, even no, bacteria. Yeah. I think. I it, mean, some kind of organism. Yes. Yeah. I think there could be an organism there, right? Look, now. Look, there's microbes everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me that Mars doesn't hold those pants. things. Look at my pants. There's microorganisms so all over. I mean, just put a black light to it. Oh shit! Um, staff infection. So yeah, I definitely think that that at one time, at some point in history, in the billions and billions and billions of years, um, fake news. No, I, I, I honestly think there was something on Mars so. at one time. I don't think it was upright. Maybe like crustacean-ish. Crustaceans? Yeah. Small creatures. Well, see, like, like a lot of people think I, like, they make fun of me when legs. I say this, but like Men in Black, you know how like the bug comes over and he loves Come sugar water? Stop. Okay, you know that, Come right? How the, it's insects. Yeah. So I believe that insects are maybe the higher race. Here's it's just okay. humans are a bacteria. Can I can I throw my opinion? Multiply. Can I throw my opinion on just what put I put it down? Yes. Don't throw it, please. I've been drinking. <laughs> what been I honestly how okay, so even if there is life in any other planet besides this, how do we know it's not so micro fucking scopic? So micro fucking exactly. tiny that we can't how do we know the alien ships aren't landing right now in my hand? Yeah. You don't know you, that. You can't say Have you not seen the freaking Grinch. They're living in a snowflake. Birdo, I've been saying that for <laughs> No, they're not living... Well, they are in a snowflake, but they're in a snow globe. <laughs> and I've said that we are nothing more than yeah, some fucking science, science experiment, experiment yeah, by some snot-nosed kid. the freaking end of Men in Black? Just the first one. Exactly! Look at all these back to Men in Black! Look, I, Birdo... We're, we're in somebody's sack. Birdo, I've been <laughs> saying for years, we are nothing more than a fucking failed science experiment. I think that's what, what are we, we are. Are we just like an ant farm? They're shaking like... Uh, that would explain a Dude, lot of my life. There's a whole theory out there that the light we're seeing is nothing more than a halogen light that's being put over like a fish tank. Yeah, I mean, like, if you like, actually think you about think it, about I it. mean, snakes, lizards, and stuff like that, all we have, we give them this artificial environment to live yeah. in. Well, how do we, we know be, we're not? This, is, this could all be an artificial We could be finding Nemo. No. 
Totally different. Finding car. the mill got lost. Uh, can I play a clip that is one of my favorite car saying clips ever? Can I play this? If you would like to, I, I yeah. would like to listen. To are it. you guys? Are I, you, I I can't say no. I mean, you know, are you guys going to listen to it? But I'll listen. Yeah. Is, is it an actual clip? Is it pale blue dot? Yes. Okay. Uh, I love this one. First of all, this book. If you haven't read it, mm-hmm. you need to. He also um. What's reading? He dealt with uh Stanley. Oh, Kubrick. Kubrick, which is supposed to be he's supposed to be involved in the moon landing, which I do believe in some aspects that Hollywood was involved with the moon landing. I don't believe that we actually got there at that specific time. Was he the director? I'm not sure. But you have to think about Space Odyssey. He also did Contact, which was with Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. It always fucking leads back. It always fucking leads back. No, Interstellar was a fantastic movie. (laughs) I haven't seen that one. Interstellar is a fantastic movie. It was Signs on Roids. It's a fantastic <laughs> movie. It explains it's so much it's it's very good. All right. So yeah. I remember in ninety But he wrote the book Contact. That's what I was Yeah, he totally yeah. He, and he wrote the but screenplay. He, but yeah, he died before he got to see the movie. He got to see it in production. And never when got you to see actually look at interviews with him, they say, you know, he was actually in love with science. He wanted to tell the world about it. That's what he it was. Wasn't, it wasn't like he, he was wanted a, to get he publicity. Was a, he was a vocal like mouthpiece for, for the science commu- community. Yeah. He was the guy that came out and said, look, sci- uh, uh, hold on. Slow down. Okay. You're the one talking. Slow I'm down. sorry. I'm jumping ahead because I'm excited. Listen to Pale From this guy, distant guys. vantage point, this. We play this before the Earth speeches might not seem of any particular interest. But for us, it's different. Consider this. again that dot. Out. That's you, here. I wasn't born yet. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, every hunter and forager, Every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization. Every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on the moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. The Earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings. How eager they are to kill one another. How fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, 
there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit? Yes. Settle? Not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known. globe i know um so i mean that's just to think about it i mean you're thinking about it on a like we carl sagan once said that basically he says you know we're so insignificant but yet we think that we're this greatest of creations carl sagan once said that our earth is nothing more (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) He's poor Batman. Um, Carl Sagan once said that to to think of us, you got to think of we're nothing more than a grain of sand at a beach. Yeah, that's it. Our Earth is nothing more than a grain of sand at a beach. Considering the vastness of not only our solar system but many, many, many. Yeah, I mean, we only know of like the Milky Way galaxy right now. I mean, we're just for every star that you look up and see, that's a sun. For another planet. To another planet. So there's, but we just can't you, get there. You would have to be so egotistical to think that we are it. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you have to be I mean, and even way, if right? you did... Okay, so... Berta, you as a person who knows nothing of what we're talking about, don't you think that it's <laughs> what egotistical? What do you mean I don't know nothing what we're You know nothing about. of what we're talking about. Don't you think it's egotistical to say that we are it? We're not alone. Not to say I'm not freaked out. You're not freaked out? Read it. About what's out there. Read it. I want to believe, Mike. I know you do. Carl Sagan says, I don't want to believe. I want to know. I want to know. He did say. But <laughs> that Actually, poster comes from see, that alone. Uh, I get a little freaked out about what I don't know. See, I love what I don't that know. And that's why I love Carl Sagan. He wanted you to question everything. Can I, he can says, look, there's religion, and there's so much religion. Fair. We're fighting over a man in the sky that no one can communicate with, and yet... You know, we're here, humanity, and we're just killing each other for gonna, this for this belief. I'm going to play something that I found. Uh, it, ten times Carl Sagan blew our what mind. What are you going to play yeah. with? All right. Okay. No, okay. this will blow your mind. Listen. Listen, because you as a person who probably never heard of this guy before tonight. I know, but I, 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 I saw the seven things. No. Seven times Carl Hagen, Sagan blew your mind. Right. Carl Hagen. All right, so <laughs> let's, let's commentary, but let's listen at the same All time. All right. <laughs> Because I think what he says here hits home to a lot of people. I honestly do. It still seems firm today. People say they want Carl Sagan knew what he was talking about way before. I mean, even today, like there's so but, much. Uh, but the thing that uh... I love that one. That's the one I was talking about. But, anyways, 
like we're so like focused like people are like you have to believe in blind faith like there's a man above that's gonna save I you don't. i don't and but see that's Never what we're have. still even today and like back in his time is when people started to realize that there's other ideology there's other ways of thinking you know he says spirituality and science is the same thing it's all about breathing which i believe in i'm all about breathing and meditation Breathing's pretty cool <laughs> keeps us alive it's <laughs> <laughs> an important function shut up <laughs> but breath connects you to the earth oh, okay absolutely. okay it connects you to the earth it makes trees you make air which would breathe exactly air, that's what i'm saying that's what he says it's all that's what she energy. says we're connected to the earth all right come on all right here we go here we go what i find most striking i should have said uh, irene because i thought is this cool. uh, i love this the enormous remarkable capability of virtually every small child for, for learning. They they start out uh, eager, times. intellectually, yeah. wide-eyed, uh, asking extremely clever questions about the world. And then something happens, uh, <laughs> by and large, to, to discourage them. And I think it's a tremendous waste of, of natural resources. Uh, for example, a kid asks, uh, Mommy, why good. is the grass green? And very often you get a, uh, an answer like, oh, don't ask dumb questions, or who knows, uh, when in fact it's an extremely profound question. And how much, how much better why would it be? Why is the sky blue or anything like that? Yeah. In both those cases, it, it goes to the fundamentals, in one case of biology yeah. and the other of a kind he of physics. How much better me. it would be to, uh, to say to the child, uh, said, I don't know that's a good question, Johnny. I don't know the answer. Maybe we can look it up. Or nobody knows. Maybe when you grow up, you'll be the person to find out. Uh, I think kids which are, who are discouraged from asking those questions wind up learning the lesson that there's something bad about using the mind. And we lose resources. And we need those intellectual resources because we are in very perilous times. And I think the complex and subtle problems that we face can only have complex and subtle solutions. And we need people able to think complex and subtle thoughts. And I believe a great many children have that capability if only they're encouraged. Every newspaper in America, Amen. with very few exceptions, has a daily astrology column. Astrology is bunk. Astrology is fraud. How many of them have even a weekly science column? Why that disproportion? How much real science is there on? Well, I say they're giving them, that's what the networks all say. We're just giving the American people what they want. Right? And that, you know, that we're dragging that ourselves like down and down and down. Over the last 40 years. I, I know, rich. I mean, I've Listen. seen it. It Project is important for us humans to be out there. And the reasons are, uh, I can quickly say what they are. First is, we are an exploratory species. The last 10,000 years, we've, we've been sitting around in civilization. <laughs> Before that, for the last few hundred thousand years, we were wanderers, explorers, nomads, and that is in our blood. And spaceflight is an opportunity, the only one open to us, to continue that long human He wanted it so bad, but he said Secondly, when he was 13, he was too old to be we, uh, an astronaut. That technology he I was talking He knew at that time the astronauts wouldn't can pose be a, a thing. danger to our wow. We inhabit a very thin, protective atmosphere. Our technology can destroy that environment. He actually interviewed um, so, the Apollo, what was it, 11, 13? Uh, the ones that went to all the moon. Them. He bought, he yeah, all he, of them. he all interviewed them and he gave them, you know, a lot of advice on as what he to got do. Older, as he got older, he also became a big proponent of let's focus on Earth here. Like, yeah. We're destroying our Earth. Let's focus on this before we... But because that didn't come not, till way later in his life, like yeah. toward... 
I saw where he said ten years of his life because at this time he had already helped you know with the Voyager um, and he didn't approve of a lot of things. He didn't. He started with the with the nuclear when they're nuking the moon. He said, "No, I don't want you know." You have to think of the consequences. You can't just think of. And he also said, "Just going up in space and flying around isn't exploration. It's not exploration. That's not." Yeah. And what he says about uh, when the space, you know. When they go out into space, he said all the astronauts said like how thin, and the atmosphere faint, looks. Uh, the, yeah, the which atmosphere is when yeah. I think the turning point for him later in his life realized he needed to focus his voice because at that time he had a voice. He was on, on what's happening here. On what's happening here mm-hmm. as he got later on in his life. So because that, that, that would yeah, explain. that's what he said. Everybody, I don't for a moment say that the Earth is a disposable planet. We have to make the most heroic efforts to to preserve it and us. But I still think it would be a good insurance policy, hedging our bets, or as Republicans like to say, uh, diversifying <laughs> our portfolios for there to be humans on other worlds as well as here. And finally, there's a specific identifiable hazard that, uh, again, not in 10 years, but in hundreds or thousands starts to Billions. become worrisome. And that is that the Earth will be hit by a, uh, a large asteroid or comet. And if we're ever going to deal with that, we have to be in space. Thank Put all that together, God. and I see on a time scale of decades to centuries, we really yeah. have to have a significant presence in space. Here's there. The space program uh, languish in the last 10 or 15 years as we have let all sorts of social programs languish, as we have permitted uh, uh, the amount of poverty in children to increase before the end of this century. More than half the kids in America may be below the poverty line. What kind of a future do we build for the country if we raise all these kids as disadvantaged, as unable to cope with the society, as resentful for the injustice served up to them? This is stupid. And then what happened with the resources is they they went into increasing uh, budgets for arms. Isn't that uh, where the the money money went? That and making rich people richer. Those are the two places. Well, the thing about rich people and being one, I guess, uh, is is the money all gets reinvested. If you've got money, you put it in the bank. The bank lends it out to uh, people to buy homes or cars or whatever. But not poor people. But not poor people. Well, that's a good point. It tends to stay up at that highly stratified, very... More people get employed with capital uh, formation and so forth. Are you a socialist? Uh, I'm not sure what a socialist is, but I believe that... But I believe that the government has a responsibility to care for the people. I'm not yes. talking about dole. I'm Fuck. talking about making people self-reliant, people government able to parties. take care of themselves. There evil. are countries which are perfectly yes, able to do that. The United States is an extremely rich country. It's perfectly able to do that. It chooses not to. It chooses to have homeless people. It chooses. It's, we are 19th in the world in infant mortality. 18 other countries save the lives of their babies better than we. How come? They just spend more money on it. They care about their babies more than we care about ours. I think it's a disgrace. Well, it's two ways. One is it's, it's enormous gravity. A black hole is a place with a gravity so intense that even light can't get out, so it's completely dark. But if it's revolving around some other object that is shining, right. then by the gravitational tugs that the black hole makes on this other star, you can detect its presence. And another thing that happens is that black holes tend to have... Uh, disks of matter surrounding them uh, in which the friction generates x-rays and uh, one of the candidate black holes something called Cygnus X1 both does this gravitational pull and is a source of x-rays and 
very likely is an example of the legendary black hole. Yeah, then there was a the theory that once you enter a black hole, you could go into another universe or yeah. to another time frame. I suppose that's science fiction so far? Well, there are some people who seriously think that if you uh, were to slip down into a black hole and could survive the trip, which is highly unlikely, uh, that you would emerge somewhere else in space and some when else in time. Yeah. Global warming, the greenhouse effect. Uh, you put gases like Jesus. carbon dioxide or CFCs, other greenhouse gases, into the atmosphere the over this country. They don't stay in that country. Yeah, yeah. It was him or Bush. You, they don't know about national sovereignty. That's Bush. something they never heard of. The atmospheric circulation spreads those gases all over the planet. And so what one country does affects all the other countries. The solution to these kinds of problems has to be that everybody on Earth works together. The industrialized nations have the biggest responsibility because they're the biggest polluters. The United States puts more CO2 in the atmosphere than any other nation. But uh, Western Europe and the Soviet Union and Japan and even the developing countries all make significant contributions. So there has to be a new way of looking at the future, and that is that we're all humans, members of the same species, on one fragile little planet. We're all in this together, and we have to work together. Uh, that's kind of the silver lining of these crises. They are forcing us to become a planetary species. I think that's very important. The, the idea that we have information stored outside of our bodies. Um, for most of, you, of, of the history of life on this planet, uh, the organisms had almost all the information they had to deal with in their genes, hereditary information, instinct. Uh, then about uh, maybe 100 million years ago, a little longer ago than that, there came to be a, a, a reptile that for the first time in the history of life had more information in its brains than in its genes. And uh, that was a major step symbolically in the evolution of life on this planet. Well, now we have an organism, us, which can store more information outside the body altogether than inside the body, and that's in uh, books and computers and television video cassettes. Uh, and that extraordinarily expands our ability to understand what's happening and, uh, and to manipulate, control our environment, uh, yeah. if we do it wisely, for, for human benefit. The, the whole idea of, uh, of what happens when you read a book I find absolutely stunning. Here, here's some product of a tree with little black squiggles on it. You open it up, and inside your head is the voice of someone speaking who may have been dead 3,000 years, and yet there he is talking directly to you. What a magical thing that is. Do you think that there's uh, life anywhere else Rock in the universe? Well, think, <laughs> think is a strong word. Um, if, if you look at how many other worlds there are, uh, how many stars in the Milky Way galaxy, how likely it is that most of them now, likely now, most of them have planets, how many other galaxies there are, it seems the height of human arrogance to imagine that this planet is the only inhabited world. But at the same time, we don't know if life elsewhere yet. We're just at the very earliest stages of, uh, of exploration, and we've not found life anywhere else. Uh, we've sent uh, spacecraft, uh, as I said before, to, uh, to a wonderful, exquisite array of other worlds. We've learned an enormous amount from them. We find on some of them the, the chemicals necessary for the origin of life, you know, the stirrings, the intimations of life, but no sign of life. We've also used big radio telescopes to see if anybody is sending us a radio message. 
And both of those efforts have not yet succeeded. So we haven't found life elsewhere. Uh, I, would, I would think a universe in which we are the only living things is much more incredible than a universe just burgeoning, overflowing with life. But we can't be sure. It's an experimental question. It has to be addressed experimentally. And uh, that's one of the reasons that uh, I'm such an advocate for sending spacecraft to other worlds and for using large radio telescopes to, uh, to listen for signals. It's an interesting question. Which organism would replace us if yeah. we wiped our, ourselves selectively out? An old professor of mine, H.J. Uh, Muller, geneticist, uh, said he thought it was between the raccoons and the bears. Uh, and Ooh, they're both uh, very uh, clever and do many different the things. But uh, my feeling is that uh, the great apes, chimps, gorillas, are so close to us already that they have a big head start if that were to happen. I hope it won't happen. Yeah. And the way you guarantee Point that it doesn't apes. happen is by using the kind of intelligence that right nature now. has already Here's given Woody us. Here is this spacecraft. Fuck all y'all. That has flown by the, the Jupiter, original. Saturn, Uranus, no. and Neptune <laughs> system. Right is on its way Damn dirty to the, <laughs> the old stars, a triumph of human engineering. I've never seen a planet of the apes. We turn Carlton the cameras Heston? back I've seen it. and take it a photograph terrible. of the planet. I'm just kidding. That new one's got me. That was okay. The, the remake was awful. It. it was like Michael Jackson. Here it is, a fragile, delicate, pale blue dot, and that's where we live. That's where every human has ever lived, and you can see the vulnerability at a glance. And that gives a... Uh, humbling and, uh, I think, character-building sense of, uh, of where we are. Humbling because it says that we're only one small portion of something that is enormously large? Absolutely. And let me say a word about what that, what that is. This dot is one of uh, nine planets that goes around a humdrum star that lives at the outskirts of a perfectly ordinary galaxy which is composed of 400 billion other stars in a universe of maybe 100 billion galaxies. Oh, shit. Look, okay, that right in itself just makes you realize how insignificant you are and all the choices you make, like, fuck it. Like, it's just life. Yeah. I mean, and like... That's the beauty of Carl Sagan. He brought things to you in a way that you understood them. Yeah. Like, and s- felt Like, simplicity, something. but you still, like, understood... And that's what made it. So and there would be no Neil deGrasse Tyson today if well, not of for, course. We all for, know for that. Carl Sagan and tomorrow mean, or yesterday. But I didn't realize that until you told me about this guy. And mm-hmm. now I know that. Have you heard of Neil deGrasse? Yes. So yeah. you're like, I'm talking about. So you see him now, right? Yeah, so as a guy who never really seen him. So you see yeah. where all that came from, right? So he was he. So when he growing up, he was like, you know, very advanced in his academia he saw the world a different way he was even at the world's fair in 39 that's, yeah that's where it, it took a turn Berto, i want to play you something before you go upstairs um you gotta listen to this oh yes yes like i said because the you heard what carl sagan said right yeah, yeah. So, about mortality rates death yes okay you remember this is my favorite correct this, this, this is, is what, what i told him to play in the beginning this is one of my favorite i, I listen to this at least once a month we'll Berto. go on to the next question you, sir. Honestly, it's my name is Steven. Uh, I'm a junior, and my question's for Will McAvoy. Do you consider yourself Democrat or Republican or, just or Independent? I consider myself a New York Jets fan, Steven. 
since it's been brought up, you've almost religiously avoided stating or even implying a political allegiance. Is that because, as a news anchor, you feel the integrity of your broadcast would be compromised? That sounds like a good answer. I'll take it. <laughs> there was a short piece on Vanity Fair's website uh, by Marshall Westbrook. You probably saw it, where he calls you the Jay Leno of news anchors. You're popular because you don't bother anyone. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Jealous of the size of Jay's audience. Are you willing to say here tonight whether you lean right or left? I voted for candidates run by both major parties. Mm. Let's move on to the next question. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Jenny. I'm a sophomore, and this is for all three of you. Can you say in one sentence or less what? <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Can you say why America is the greatest country in the world? Diversity and opportunity. Lewis? Uh, freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Well, the New York Jets. <laughs> no, I'm going to hold you to an answer on that. What makes America the greatest country in the world? Well, Lewis and Sharon said it. Diversity and opportunity and freedom and freedom. I'm not letting you go back to the airport without answering the question. It's everything America wants to hear. Well, our Constitution is a masterpiece. James Madison was a genius. The Declaration of Independence is, for me, the single greatest piece of American writing. You don't look satisfied. <laughs> One's a set of laws and the other's a declaration of war. I want a human moment from you. What about the people? Why is America Not the greatest, the greatest country in the world, Professor. That's my answer. You're saying... Yes. Let's talk about... Fine. The Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it any time he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey! And with a straight face, you're gonna tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, <laughs> just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
Yeah. Yosemite? This is where it gets heartfelt. I watch it all the time. Really? Sure used to be. I know every word. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed, we cared about our neighbors, we put our money where our mouths were, and we never beat our chest. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence, we didn't belittle it, it didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't, we didn't scare so easy. <clears throat> we were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. Satisfied? Enough? I've watched I watch that clip all the time. Not gonna like not gonna lie. He even said he was like, I can tell. <laughs> no, seriously, and that's exactly what Carl Sagan was saying yeah, in nineteen eighty. He was yeah, exactly saying this the same is just thing. new inform like a way of making it more mainstream into the people. Yeah. Because a lot of this is is the same shit that we're going over and over and over again. And people people just don't understand what the fuck is happening. Like I don't care if Kylie Jenner is fucking showing her ass. It doesn't mean anything to me. Not when there's You know what exists. means something to me? When I see someone litter on the side of the street. No. Billions, billions, trillions, trillion, million, 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 billion, four hundred billion suns. Billion, trillion, million, billion, trillions of orbiting snowballs. Billion, 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 trillions, million, 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 billion, 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 million, billion, 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 million, billion, 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 I just love how he simplifies everything and, and lets you know that you are so insignificant and that, you know, we need to focus on the earth as a whole right yeah, now. Yeah, at one, at some point. It doesn't matter race, gender, creed, whatever you fucking think. No, at, We're at, all just little specks. We need to learn a pale to blue love. Dot. And it's so cool how he went from being this guy that reached for the farthest fucking universe out there. But toward the end of his life, he was more focused on our pale blue yeah. dot, our tiny insignificance that yeah. we had. He was more worried about that than he was anything and else. And that's what we have to be worried about. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I don't care. We're just going to... get microfibrodysplasia, which is a blood disorder. Yeah, it's in, like, your bone marrow. Yeah, which yeah. he had a transfusion from his sister, and then... But he had pneumonia. He ended up getting pneumonia later on, which <laughs> ended up uh, being the death of him. But, you know, um, Carl Sagan has always been a hero I mean, of mine. he just puts things in perspective. Where it's like, okay, you know, we're all on this on this earth, but yet this pale blue dot. There's so many people out there that focus on things that don't matter. 
instead of things that do matter. They care about dumb shit. Yeah, like we need to care about oxygen, water, gravity, like stuff like that. Like we need to focus on that, not money. Money doesn't follow you to the end of the earth. It doesn't. (laughs) Even if you hop on another timeline, it's not going to fucking follow you. You know, the only way this ever works out is if Barry Allen changes the timeline. But still, even then, Flashpoint, I mean, it's all, it gets all fucked up. I mean. Why'd you say that name? And I. And, like, Carl Sagan just put it in a way that made me realize that... You know what I realized? We don't have... So I'm going to do my best to be the best person I can be. Love, hope, compassion. Can I tell you something? I'm not going to worry about fucking... Don't. You don't need to. I don't worry about shit. You don't need to. All you need to worry about is what you can do with society and what you can do with our, our, our... You know, our Earth and everything like that. But one of the one of the cool things about Sagan that... um. Bobby is a big fan. Mm-hmm. Our, our our brother-in-law, brother-in-law is a massive fan of mm-hmm. Carl Sagan. He even has a tattoo, I think, of one of his quotes. Yes, he does. Somewhere, yeah. Uh, Do you remember about extraterrestrials? I can't. I can't remember. Um, it's second. probably one of his favorite. Carl Sagan was a he massive quote Tesla guy. Too. Yeah, he does. He mm-hmm. does. Um, so Carl Sagan was always the guy that Bobby and I could talk talk about. I grew, like I said, I grew up watching Cosmos. When Neil deGrasse Tyson took over, I watched it. I like uh, Star Talk, which is Neil deGrasse Tyson's show. But that shit would not exist. Bill Nye, who I don't like. I know you do. I don't. You do? You don't? What the fuck? I thought, I thought you did at God one time. damn, no. I thought you did like Bill Nye. No, I just uh. like to say, Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it, it doesn't matter. There would be none of that. He's in the Big Bang Theory. There would be none of that. There would be no Big Bang Theory without Carl Sagan. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, he was the guy... That popularized the stars. Science. He made you look up and say, "What is up there?" Because besides, look, look up there and just say, "Eh." Yeah, <laughs> you, I mean, you see what I'm saying? He made you care. wonder. He made you wonder. He. Have you ever heard the intro to his show? Have yeah. you ever listened? Have yes, you, I have. I know he has. And you know, that's why I love him because he's just so dramatic but like in a way that makes you realize that you yourself are so just a little speck just floating around like a wishy do your best impression i can't just say pale blue dot i can't. say we're all just specks on a pale blue dot i do want to hear your impression of the mic you say you have one we are all just specks on a pale blue dot i'll do mine after this, this. Oh, okay you make me do mine there's a reason. That's, that, that's his third wife. And supposedly she changed his mind about a lot of things like religion, spirituality, afterlife. Uh, in fact, uh, we got to throw this out there because it's something we haven't even talked about. The plaque that we sent up, the disc and everything, yes, actually has record. has her heartbeat mm-hmm. on that record. When that ship, when the first ship launched, yes, she recorded her heartbeat. To put on that record, so there's a record up there in deep, deep space right now that's got all it the information. It's going to take like two thousand five hundred light years to reach something. So, you know, researching all this, I was disappointed. I'm like, I'm not going to know if there's extraterrestrial life who's going to respond that's not, to this that's record. That's not necessarily. That's not necessary. I mean, but still, I mean, we could. ugh. We we we. we I totally mean, just could. now with Elon Musk, we're like, yes, we're going to see somebody live on Mars. Well, I think Elon Musk, there would be no Elon Musk without I know, there Carl wouldn't Sagan. Be. I there mean, wouldn't be. you need these radicals. And it's funny because Apple Computer actually came out and they they actually put in one of their crypto things back in 1996 that said Carl Sagan billions and billions. They thought it was billions help, and it, billions. They thought it was going to help them sell billions of computers. <laughs> well, he sued them, so then they changed it to uh butthead astrom- astronomer. Right. 
And like it, he ended up losing the lawsuit, but yeah. like it was like Apple computer back in its early times. Like, <laughs> all right, so listen to this. This is the intro to the very first episode of Cosmos, and I, I remember listening to this when I was a child. Who cares? Let him fall asleep. I'm not. Cosmos is all that is, or ever was, or ever will be. Our contemplations of the cosmos stir us. There's a tingling in the spine, a catch in the voice, a faint sensation as if a distant memory of falling from a great height. We know we are approaching the grandest of mysteries. The size and age of the cosmos are beyond ordinary human understanding. Lost somewhere between immensity and eternity is our tiny planetary home, the Earth. For the first time, we have the power to decide the fate of our planet and ourselves. This is a time of great danger, but our species is young and curious and brave. It shows much promise. In the last few millennia, we have made the most astonishing and unexpected discoveries about the cosmos and our place within it. I believe our future depends powerfully on how well we understand this cosmos in which we float like a mote of dust in the morning sky. We're about to begin a journey through the cosmos. We'll encounter galaxies and suns and planets, life and consciousness coming into being, evolving and perishing. Worlds of ice and stars of diamond, atoms as massive as suns and universes smaller than atoms. But it's also a story of our own planet and the plants and animals that share it with us. And it's a story about us, how we achieved our present understanding of the cosmos, how the cosmos has shaped our evolution and our culture, and what our fate may be. We wish to pursue the truth no matter where it leads. But to find the truth, 
We need imagination and skepticism both. We will not be afraid to speculate, but we will be careful to distinguish speculation from fact. The cosmos is full beyond measure of elegant truths, of exquisite interrelationships, of the awesome machinery of nature. The surface of the Earth is the shore of the cosmic ocean. On this shore, we've learned most of what we know. Recently, we've waded a little way out, maybe ankle deep, and the water seems inviting. Some part of our being knows this is where we came from. We long to return. And we can, because the cosmos is also within us. We're made of star stuff. One of my favorite we quotes. are away. We are made of star stuff. The cosmos. Not stardust. Which what, what it is. But he says star the journey stuff. Journey for each of us begins it Brings here. it down to another level of everybody can understand. We're going to explore the cosmos in a ship of the imagination, unfettered by ordinary limits on speed and size, drawn by the music of cosmic harmonies. It can take us anywhere in space and time. Perfect as a snowflake, yeah. organic it was waiting for. as a dandelion seed, it will carry us to worlds of dreams and worlds of facts. Come with me. It's just, dude, I'm telling you, when I was a kid, I was so fucking, like, involved in this shit. Like, it was all I wanted to do. I wanted to go to space. I had the toys. You remember the rocket ships? The NASA rocket ships where you get the little astronauts? I wish I still had that shit. Like the the little space it was big. that opens up. Yeah, but like it was that. big. It stood like two foot tall, and you could open up like the chest of it, and you could put little astronauts in there and shit. Dude, I was that kid. I played with all that shit. So Carl Sagan like a, a, appealed to me in a, on another level that, that like no teacher in school was ever able to teach me. Yeah, it's like, it's like you said. He brought it down so that everybody could understand. Yeah, he brought it's it down still to... being intelligent, but made it so that everybody can know so, what he's talking about. So people didn't feel like they weren't smart enough to yeah. understand so uh, what's like, going he brought on. It, he, he took it to a broad audience. Yeah, he totally did. He was a mouthpiece for science. And it's the reason why this podcast exists today. Without Carl Sagan, this podcast doesn't exist. It doesn't. If it does, it's a, it's a totally different form. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's the reason why I talk about him. He's the reason why I talk about aliens. He's the reason why I talk about planets when there's some news he's the reason why back way back in episode two when gidget first joined on we talked about them landing a satellite on on a comet you know like he's the reason for all that he's the reason why i care about elon musk today elon musk is one of the people that's going to get us to where we need to go next i strongly believe that unless they turn them into a tesla where they just i don't think them from the earth well that could happen but i don't think tesla is that guy uh or I mean, uh, Musk is that guy. Tesla was a guy who was terrible business guy. It, that's all. That's all it was. He he didn't care about market and he cared about no. people. Yeah, and and he didn't. He lost so many patents that he fucked himself mm-hmm. in, by the end of his life. So, but you know, Sagan wasn't that guy. He was 
he sacrificed his own career in a way. He didn't get tenured to Harvard. He, you know, never got a Nobel Prize because he, he did. He never got a Nobel Prize. Oh, wait, he got Emmys. He well, got because of, Pulitzer Prize. Because he, got he all didn't get things. all that stuff. Is why he's famous the way he is right he now. He is, though. but science at this time, you understand, science at this time ostracized him. Mm-hmm. Because him being so vocal and him b- bringing things to an easier understanding, other scientists, even at Harvard, that's why I never yeah. got tenure at Harvard. Because they said, we can't take you seriously because you're talking about aliens. Yeah. But he never really says aliens exist or aliens don't exist. All he says is that There's we can't prove it or not prove it. Well, all he says is that we would be so self fucking uh, stupid, stupid and righteous to think that we are the only thing that exists out there. To think that there's no other microbes or or anything out bacteria or anything out there it's just fucking so we are so self um absorbed absorbed to, i mean to, in to our think own that. ego and yeah, that's we're, the problem yeah we're like kurt russell in guardians of Gal- <laughs> galaxy <laughs> we're <too>. ego. <laughs> we're e- ego the living planet you know and and so science didn't like that no they so didn't. a lot of people shot him down because they didn't like the way that he came out to, because he was becoming more publicized. And more, he was. He was going he was on. He became like a the mouth. He, he totally I mean, was. He was the rock star scientist. You know, he was the first rock star mm-hmm. scientist. You know, I mean, Tesla, Terry. Tesla. Well, I mean, look, you understand. Tesla and all those people came. They were inventors. Yes. They weren't scientists. They they were, but they weren't. They were inventors more or less than anything. They created things they on were Earth in a that time he, that was different. Yeah, they were in the building now. stage. They were ahead of. Sagan was the guy who was. Sagan was the guy who was telling people, you know, there's nothing more. Just like you said, there we're nothing more than star stuff. Yeah, you we're know, made of carbon, nitrogen. I said, I said, I, I said to some, oh, I said to some oh, a year ago, I said we're we're nothing but star stuff. And the guy says, "Star dust, you got it wrong." And I said, "No, no, no, I'm quoting Carl Sagan. We're nothing but <laughs> Shut star. The fuck up. <laughs> We're nothing but star. That was stuff. me. I said star dust, but you said star stuff, sir. Shut. <laughs> I don't remember. The fuck up. But star stuff makes it you understand it more, right? If you say star dust, you don't know what's in star dust. Do you guys know what's in star dust? I mean, we uh, know I mean, carbon. But, but then and, it's, you know. it's a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, like you think of dust, dust, it's just the wipe away the dust. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. But when you change that word to dust, to stuff, stuff it totally... It could be anything. It, just, it's, it doesn't it's matter what it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. You're just made of it. It's the and you're stuffing here. inside you're just, of you. It, it, the he, he made it to a point where everybody could totally understand it. All the information I know on string theory, all the information I know on parallel dimensions, all came from those fucking 13 episodes of Cosmos. He yeah. explained 90% of my science in it life was funny to me um, in those 13 on Actually, episodes. on the YouTube video, it says, uh, <laughs> Carl Sagan is now in the fourth dimension explaining the fifth dimension. Probably. <laughs> and he's probably bringing us into the fifth dimension. Yeah, he's I probably mean, the one promoting You don't it. know. I mean, there's so many dimensions out there. There's so he many was, galaxies. He never said he was an atheist, but he said if you believe, yeah, if you if you believe said, there's one person out there, like no, he basically said that. Let's see if I can find. God is not a person; it's it's a way of life. It's it's Earth. Basically, Earth is our God. I mean, it provides everything that we need, but yet we just fucking totally destroy it. Uh, I'm gonna play this minute and thirty clip, and then we're done. All right. Okay. And then we'll, we'll can we do a minute and thirty two? <laughs> Angry atheist. <laughs> All right, Carl Sagan was not. 
If the general picture, however, of a Big Bang followed by an expanding universe is correct, what happened before that? Was the universe devoid of all matter and then the matter suddenly, somehow created? How did that happen? In many cultures, the customary answer is that a god or gods created the universe out of nothing. But if we wish to pursue this question courageously, we must, of course, ask the next question. Where did God come from? Exactly. If we decide that this is an unanswerable question, why not save a step and conclude that the origin of the universe is an unanswerable question? Or, if we say that God always existed, why not save a step and conclude that the universe always existed, that there's no need for a creation, it was always here? These are not easy questions. Cosmology brings us face to face with the deepest mysteries, with questions that were once treated only in religion and myth. It puts it to a point, right? I mean, a come on, those, seriously. It puts, explains it yes, to a T. And, a lot of those and that's the way I've felt people, my people, entire life. People say, oh, well, it's skepticism. It's pseudoscience. That's if fine. If you believe in a God, you believe in pseudoscience. You can believe in whatever you want. You can believe in a flying spaghetti monster. I don't yeah. care. I, I really don't care. I don't care what you believe in, but I'm saying you have to leave your mind open to opinion. You have to believe that there's more than what you believe out there. You should always question everything. Exactly. And even God. You should question. You should say to yourself, why, is why two and how? Two, four, four. It's not. It's five. What are you talking about? Uh, okay, then, then um, that's fucking... No, but seriously, like on, on, on a level of when you really sit down and think about this rock that we live on and you think that god created you have to go back to that yeah and ever I mean, since i was a kid and i heard that, that i thought to, that that that's why i that's why fucking, you're an atheist no see, i'm not I'm an just atheist fucking, see, i don't, just I don't, messing, I don't, I don't describe messing. myself as an atheist I'm or an agnostic no, but, i no. i describe myself as someone who is spiritual but in a way believes that maybe my you consciousness just care about is my god and everybody you know else what I'm saying? like your consciousness is what drives you to do things that you do Yes. Okay. So, whatever you need in life, it's internal. Whatever you need in life to feel comfort, you grab for, right? Yeah. And if it's a, if it's this, this yeah, body pillow. If it's this <laughs> god that looks like Barry Gibb, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, right? Like I, okay, yeah, cool. That's totally I, cool. I, I don't discredit anybody's belief, but if I'm you if you believe mind. in a spaghetti monster, cool. I I personally I don't care. If you believe in that there is some Joker God out there, cool. I don't care. But understand Bane. that in that Bane exists. No. Um, but understand that in that, in that Joker, in that Barry Gibb guy, in that whatever the spaghetti monster, whatever you believe in, all comes from, from where? Us. It comes from within in us. Yeah. So we it's are drawing that. So so I think that the energy is more or less in us versus that is in some omnipotent God that created everything and that looks upon us and allows kids to get butt cancer. I just, I, I can't yeah. fathom that, right? So if you need that comfort, that's fine. I'm okay, okay with that. But I don't like dogma. Yes. I don't like dogma. I don't like people like preaching things. It's a, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. I don't like people preaching it. Rest <laughs> in peace. Um, the guy that died. Michael Parks. Um, who was fantastic in that. He played the guy at the end. Michael Parks. Michael Parks. Was it the end of Dog Dogma where he was in the 
parking lot. And he's like, <laughs> I remember the yeah. angel. He died. What can, was his can, name? Can Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. And then who was the comedian that can did I the ask God? You? Michael Park. Comedian who's got uh, Charles uh, Dickens. No. no, it was the comedian. Oh fuck! Don't look it up. I'll, I'll think of it. It's uh. I want you to pull something out for me. Twenty-two seconds. Uh, give me twenty-two seconds. I remember. It's okay. uh. Fuck! It's uh Carlson, Carlson, Carlson. Why am I drawing his name? I don't know, but he's uh, such like a. Oh. <laughs> George Carlin. George Carlin. <laughs> Uh, and Alanis Morissette was in that. Yes, she played God. She played God. And they um, even said question. So, oh, God's a woman? Why couldn't she be? Why couldn't she be? It doesn't exactly. matter. It doesn't matter. So Carl Sagan's been preaching that from, from existence. And you know what? I'm a massive fan of Carl Sagan. Always will be. His quotes I post up a lot. Yeah. Uh, more than people realize because I think he's just fantastic. Um, he's a great guy. Uh, we're done. We're like two and a half hours. We got to end this thing. We're running out Aww. of bandwidth. Okay. So check us out all over the place. XEXperience.com. You can find me everywhere. MikeDX9, Twitter, Untapped, Facebook, Instagram, all those things. Look me up. Leave us a review on iTunes. It'd be awesome. Berto, I don't I know if you'd like to review, but you way, need to. Science awesome. Squad. Neil deGrasse Tyson, for, Carl Sagan, I wanna, I wanna and Bill Nye. Bill Nye for like Frank Drake else. or somebody. <laughs> or that guy with the eye that. patch. You put that guy in the and eye patch. Yeah, in, the in the pipe. <laughs> in the pipe. I read that. It is supposed to be true. The guy looked it up. Carl Sagan was Bill Nye. I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, you know, Dolph Lundgren has so more it science it says background. Carl Sagan was Bill Nye's astronomy professor. Maybe, in college. maybe I don't know. Um, so, okay. And one of my favorite quotes, wait, from um, Carl Sagan is, um, "A book is proof that humans are capable of working magic." Do you want to hear my impression? My impression now. God damn it! I've been waiting all fucking show. Oh shit! Here we are, <laughs> looking. Upon a pale blue dot. <laughs> and in that dot, we find ourselves wandering, mm-hmm. searching <laughs> for life beyond, beyond the star. <laughs> and in that, we'll be solitary on this pale blue dot. Woo! Damn. <laughs> it's like he was alive. All right, can you play... Um, okay. I, I gotta Charlie work on that Chaplin. one. That's what I'm playing. All right, okay. so later, right. later, guys, we're out. This is episode 131. 182-483-3682. Becker's X3. I deleted myself from all dating websites. Fucking annoying. I would no like finally there. to share with you this information. And peace out, Brussels sprouts. See the Syrian competent authorities have gathered information. In the world of 1916. Was complex. No. Machine man, machine. You gotta go. Oh, I'm looking. Oh, it's my favorite speech of all time. I listen to it all the time. Yes, it's on YouTube. Just type it in. Come on, the video is awesome too. It makes it gets me pumped up. I'm like, yes. Humanity. No, you don't. You don't work. They're out. <laughs> oh, yes. There we go. Okay. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Tip your strippers. Love y'all.
I'm sorry. But I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world, that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason, a world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.